Blog Talk Radio. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson Podcasting here, restoring our republic. Understanding the times, which is good today. Fighting and standing up and resisting against the new world order. All right, Mike, you there, buddy? Hey, I'm here, brother. How you doing, man? All right, I'm doing good. Yeah, I've got, got uh, Josh. Got Josh out of Wisconsin on the phone, and uh, Barb is on the line with him as well. Barb, also all Wisconsin. Right. All right. That's great. That's great. Yeah, we got a few other people now that just clicked in too, so that's good, man. Well, we were talking, on, you know, personally on the phone. And that's just good that you know we're talking about this new world order, and and that must what you always say. That's the bottom line. This is what it's all about. Them controlling us. You know, but how do we fund it? I mean, everything costs money to drive to Texas to go see this guy or me to drive down there to stand with you or stand up and fight or me to go out to Wisconsin. You know, that stuff costs money, man. You know, how do we, how, you know, how do we pay for this stuff? How do you pay for a grassroots organization or even a righteous army to connect with each other, you know, funding the computers and everything? I mean, how do you fund that? Well, um, that's a loaded question, um, and I can give a <laughs> – Short, simple answer or a loaded answer. Um, you give me the loaded answer if you want, man. Uh, uh, let me start it with the short, simple answer. As we all know, um, the corrupt, godless powers that be in this world who are endeavoring to have total control over the entire world own not just the banks. They, they, have, they have established the systems of this world, all the systems. Um, they force us to drive cars that run on fossil fuel gasoline when we could be running on free energy, when we could be running on magnetism, when we could be running on uh, hydrogen from water. Um, There's all kinds of alternatives that are free, um, let alone the banks where they have their bogus fraudulent credit systems. Um, You know, and we could get into the whole talk here, uh, which, you know, uh, people can, you know, believe it's a psyop or believe it's legit um we got somebody on the phone with us right now who's simply going full steam ahead to pursue it to see if it's legit himself with regards to this thing about there being trust funds that are in everybody's name based on their birth certificate that the vatican holds and the crown holds um and that there's you know a hundred million dollars in everybody's name that they have access to if they uh you know repudiate their their allegiance and subjugation and citizenship to this corporate monstrosity um, that calls itself government when it's not a government, it's a corporation. So again, some, some will say that that's all a psyop and there's a good reason to believe it is a psyop, but there's some really, you know, smart, articulate people out there um, that are able to present a strong case to give people reason to believe that, wow, hey, makes sense. I was born, it's a charitable trust foundation. They put money in my name. It was supposed to be for my benefit. I was supposed to be able to claim it as my minor estate, but they took it for themselves fraudulently, pontificating millions of of birth certificates as bonds and and making trillions of dollars for themselves um, and not letting the people even know that there were uh, charitable trust funds put up in their name where they could, you know, access it when they reach the age of 18 or adulthood um, for their benefit. So, you know, there's a lot of information that supports that. Well, can case. I say something about that? 
Yeah, go ahead. Okay, Barbara. so so um, along with that trust, it's my understanding that the banksters, when you take out a loan, they're taking that money out of your trust and giving it to you and charging you interest when it was there, put there for you, for you to like with without the banksters. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And that's yeah, another I, way I, I, I because, off of My all was because I just broke my tea bag in my water. So sorry about that. <laughs> um, I'm going to put you guys on mute for a minute. i got to change, get my wife to change this cup up. Hold on. Yeah, all right. All right. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, sorry about what that. No, my, my, uh, yeah. Actually, Barb made a point. I, I wanted to respond to it. Um, and I got distracted because I was making my wife's son's tea and his tea bag broke. So. My apologies. I got to redo his tea, and I lost my train of thought. Um, say that point again, Barb. What you were saying there? That allegedly, I don't know this for fact or not, but allegedly, your trust is put there. But when you go to a bankster to get a loan for to buy a house or a car, or you get it from the car dealership. Where that loan is coming from is they are accessing your trust, taking out that money, and then giving it to you and charging you interest on something that was meant there for you and for you to access. And it's just another way of making money off of you. You right. Know. Yeah. You made my thought come back to me because I was just going to double up on what she said to make it even more clear for people listening, just to elaborate on her point. Um, it's essentially when you go buy a car, you go buy a car, that car dealership, the bankers that are back in that, they're pulling the money out of your trust so that that car has been paid for already. They got the money for the car. The money they put out for the car, they got it out of your trust. So they didn't yeah, lose Yeah, they got it with your signature. But you then on created top it with that, your signature. But, but then on top, of that, on top of that, they're, they're now going to tell you you have to pay the money back with interest. So not only did money out yeah. of your trust pay for the car already, it's already paid for, but now they're making you pay for it a second time with interest the second time. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what the they're saying yeah. is going on. That's what they're saying is going on. Assuming that the which trust is, fraud. is real, which again, there's plenty of information. I mean, you can look up the, you know, uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's Charitable Trust Foundation. Um, that was established, I believe, in, in 1933, the same time all the banksters were getting involved with everything in the, in the United States of America when What's they started hijacking like? the government. What's well, it, it all started with the Titanic, you know. Right. And well, why it's all Mike for that. The but. Titanic in the news. So, you know, with the su- submarine that exploded, imploded, they held the information off for five days. You know, all of a sudden it's Titanic, and two of the people that were on that sub- submarine um, were related to two of the people who died on the Titanic, went down with the ship. And do y'all know the story of the Titanic, the real story? Yes. 
Well, yeah, there was a, the Astors. The Astors were on there. Actually, the bankers were on there, and they they they, they sunk the right. ship because the they were the creation of the Federal Reserve. Right, right. The bankers that were opposing the Federal Reserve died. Yes, they didn't want the Rockefellers. And okay, so we're all up to speed on that. Why is that in the news right now? You know. That's the banks yeah. are going down. They're going down, down, down. <laughs> they're imploding. Yeah, but, but if they're imploding, all they're doing is really flip-flopping the digits. You know, they're just it's just digits, and, and it's, it's all fake anyway. Oh, no, so the whole really, thing is know? imploding, and lots of stuff is happening right now. And it, these are comms. I, I don't even know if that submarine really went down there or these people were really on it, you know? I mean, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's true. They were, yeah, I saw a video today know. indicating that they're trying to fake their deaths because they say that two of the people that were on the sub were, were the owners of the chemical companies that had the spills out in um, Iowa or wherever it was, you know, a few months back. And, um, oh, and I didn't and, see that. Yeah. The, there the, are the some them, WEF people and there uh, wasn't it like a rock child or somebody there was some evil person connected that was on the board of that company and what's up what's up with like all these gates ocean gate you know, let me ask you this Pizza question what, what, what this people <laughs> crazy you know, let me ask you this one what causes a man to shoot a six-year-old girl and her father in the back over a basketball rolling into into his yard, you know how crazy are people? What's what is it? This psychosis that that that's been brought on by the, the systematic oppression that we face, uh, uh, you know this Marxist propaganda agenda that's projected into the minds of this generation. How how controlling really is it? No, well, it, it, it infiltrated our children through the education. System and I am witness to that. Okay, um, this whole—I I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure it out. But my daughter, um, my my firstborn, she was born in '89, and she went to UW Madison, and she became a community organizer, and then she went um to UW-Milwaukee to be an advisor, the change from before college and after college was monumental. And she had, she got pregnant, um, like, right after college. And, um, And after her son was born, She's. She wanted to raise him, you know, without gender, and I had to use pronouns like they, them, or their name, which was really difficult to do, to change your whole language. And then she's correcting me, and then I lose my thought. Um, but that was that was like ten years ago. You know, when this happened, right? And now, 
I see all of this transgender drag shows, freak shows, freak fucking freak shows, excuse my language, but they look like clowns. They, I've seen yeah. their little parades, and they look like fucking clowns. How can anybody show themselves that way? I would be so embarrassed. Yeah, let me, let me, let me say, I, I saw a video today, just, you know, every once in a while, I'll, for a few a minute or two, I'll just click on TikTok, open it up, and thumb through a few videos. And there's one of a parade in the street with a bunch of children, I mean, eight, nine, ten years old, with their parents on the side of the road sitting down and standing up, wearing all their rainbow colors, with some guy with a gray beard and bald head, looked like he was in his 60s, fat, with a belly, wearing nothing but underwear, standing I in the saw middle of Standing in the middle of the street, yeah, gyrating yeah. and twerking, twerking oh, his ass yeah. in, in the street, and the and the kids wow. mimicking him, and, and the he, children mimicking him, the children mimicking him. This, the United States of America is godless; it's a satanic den, and that's why right now we're going through the time of the sifting. The Creator Lord God Almighty is shaking the tree. When you shake a tree, the good fruit falls. You pick it up, and the bad fruit can you know be burned. Um, which is the what's coming to people. The most dis- disturbing about that is the parents took their children there and thought it was okay. Hey, Barb, Barb, let me say something real quick on that. You just Joe and I were talking on the phone earlier, and Joe was talking about, you know, the uh, we were talking about the alleged so-called tunnels and thousands of children trafficked in pedophilia and all the politicians and world leaders sacrificing children and all this stuff that Joe and I were talking about to the extent that there's a PSYOP with that because it all comes from the Q movement, which is a PSYOP itself, and most people have been yeah, stuck. I don't agree but with the you point, there. the point is you're talking about children, and that's the, that's the point. Children are held to the sins of the fathers, but to the third and fourth generations. So those, those parents were not parents. Those parents were monsters that were turning their children into monsters. So they're and all. What is, what is the one about put a millstone around the neck of one who harms these little ones? That's right. That's exactly right. It would be better. Yeah. It would be better to put a millstone and don't, around don't, the throat don't in the river. Don't be disillusional about the, you know, the tunnels and saving the children. Yes, that is what it's all about, and the trafficking is for real. And well, well what about the AI? Satan and Satan, no, Satan is alive and well, and alive and well in Hollywood, and people have been screaming. I've seen the videos. I've seen the videos of the children. I wish I could unsee them. Oh, my God, do you want me to describe one of them? Yeah, I guess. Well, we're Joe, about to I've seen them. You know, I've, I've seen them. Joe, but, but you have to remember, there's a lot of Hollywood actors and provocateurs also out there that project these images into your head that psychologically give right. this, uh, this, this notion. Like, for instance, you know, simulating one second of the human brain activity takes 82,944 processors. You know, so, so, you know, can we really decipher the language of the brain? You know, so that's – but these people are – these have studied this for so long and how we, how we nurture thoughts in our mind and how we replay them back, these images in our head. Like you just well, – how you were just talking about what you saw. Yeah, okay, see, that's how but they the video I saw – the video I saw was like a homemade video 
a you little three-four-year-old boy hanging by his neck from a clothes rack. His pants were down to his ankles. He was struggling. His little sister was just a toddler trying to get to him, and this big fat man whacked her down and whacked her down again while that so little boy was hanging I, in a noose. I hate it to say happened. it. I hate to say it, but you can see the exact same thing in a Hollywood movie that looks just as real. Um, the problem, the problem that we no. have. So, so then you're in denial uh, that this oh, never, goes on never. and that evil exists. If you believe in God and the Bible, then you believe Satan is real and Satan has arisen here. And the world is so demonic. People, it's not about, they're not, it's not about people. It's not about denial. To the contrary, it's about rising above a psyop, which is far greater than denial. And it, it's, when Joe and I were talking earlier, we both agree. And I, 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 let me finish, which, please, let me, let me finish my, please, let me finish Please, this on. is very profound, so I'd appreciate it if you let me finish my thought on this, because this is, okay, this is serious. This okay. is serious, and it deserves explanation, okay? Yes. So, to say that it doesn't exist at all would be a fallacy and would be in denial. Of course, such things exist in this world. There are bad, sick, evil people. The PSYOP is to push it out and promote it a thousand times worse than it really is precisely for the point of agitating the people, getting them to connect with this Q PSYOP, which it is. Q is a PSYOP. I can prove that upside down, inside and out, all night long for a variety of reasons. Let me just give one example. Um, aside from the numerous times that they always have their little, oh, this is going to happen, but it didn't, it will because of this, it didn't because of that, and kicking their can down the road, which has happened repeatedly for the last five or six years. Aside from that, the notion, which I've heard repeatedly, this is one of the things that bugged me early on with the Q movement, which, again, let me, let me state for the record, anybody in their right mind would want to hope Q was true and would want to believe it was all true because what they say makes so much sense. You would want to believe it's true. It's righteous. It really doesn't matter let me, whether let's, it's, let's, it's let's, true let's, or it's high up. It doesn't, doesn't matter. It does. it does. Let me, let me finish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm yelling, but you have to let me finish because, again, this okay. is a deep, profound, serious issue, and it needs to be clarified. Okay? Okay. So the, to the extent that the PSYOP, the Q PSYOP, was put in place to keep patriots at bay, prevent them to, from doing anything because the whitehead insiders are going to take care of it. Don't worry about it. Just like Operation Trust before World War I when the Jewish Bolshevik Revolution took over a Christian Russia and the patriots wanted to do something. No, don't worry. We got the insiders. We're going to take care of these, these uh, communists. It didn't happen. It was bullshit. It was a PSYOP. They're playing the same okay. card today. Oh, don't worry about it. We got it. Q is bullshit. It's a psyop designed to keep patriots at bay, entertain them, pacify them, so we can keep kicking our can of corruption down the road. And it just so happens that all of these things about the trafficking and the Tim Ballards and all this stuff all came through the Q movement. So here's the point of it. Do those kind of things happen in this world? Yeah. Are, they, are there sick people in the world? True. So what's the point of exacerbating it? The number one thing is they are godless and they want to take people's belief and faith in God and throw it out the window. And that does wonders 
for the many people who will say, look at all these terrible things happen in the world. How could there be a God? It gives a basis for questioning God Almighty because they put it in such an extreme way that you must question the existence of God. How can there be hey, a God? Hey, I got a caller on the line, guys. Hey, I, hey, I got somebody with, with their hand you. up. I if you don't mind, I'm bringing someone else in the conversation real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, just they, they look at their hand up. We'll see what they got to say. You know, I, mean, I remember I get tons of weirdos out there, but but hopefully it's somebody that we know. Three two three, go ahead. Now I let Mike finish his point about how God exists and is very wonderful. Mm. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh boy, this is gonna be a good one. So All right, go point. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> when they get people, when they that's their psyop. Let's get people. Look, I told I told Joe earlier. I said just. Just to make a point, let's just hypothetically say that everything we've ever heard in the news about the kidnapper down the road that kidnapped the six-year-old and cut her head off and raped her, and now he's in jail, and they get a crisis actor to play the part, okay? Let's just say that all these horror stories we hear are, in fact, psyops because all of them are designed to make people doubt God and to say God must be a bloodthirsty tyrant to let these kinds of things be happening in this world. Number one, that's their number one point is to get people to curse God, and there ain't no God. How would God allow something like this to happen? How could God allow Hillary Clinton and Abba Ubedin, whatever the fuck her name is, pardon my French, but I get pissed off when I think about this bullshit. How can God let Ubedin and Clinton go in and fillet a face off a little six-year-old just to make her scared so they could drink her blood filled with adrenochrome because she was in fear? There's no God when they believe that kind of thing happened. So they put out all these monstrous, bullshit, extreme narratives tied right into the Q movement, the Q PSYOP, so they could try to agitate and piss off the Christian patriot. Because now we're back to square one again. I've said it so many times. Who are the enemy of the New World Order, One World Government people? The only thing stopping in the way is primarily white, Anglo, Celtic, Christian, God-believing, Anglo-Saxon wasp, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant Christians, the ones that believe in God, believe in the Bible, believe in Christianity, believe in traditional family values, believe in the Second Amendment, believe in the Constitution, those are the obstacle for the New World Order, One World Government agenda. So they want to do everything they can to agitate them, irritate them, and piss them off. And they do it through all kinds of psyops, while simultaneously... Maybe... Maybe, just maybe, that the PSYOPs was meant to agitate the patriots, the God-fearing people, and say, what the fuck are you going to do about it? What's it going to do? All right, Joe's, Joe's on the line, and, too. And, he wants, to, he's got, he wants to make a point. Now, yeah, I could go on and ask him. Go ahead, Joe. Joe, Joe, you want to say something now? Yeah, Mike I can, had to say real quick. Yeah, I can sum it all up. In, Not to interrupt uh, Barb, but, but I just wanted to, I know you were waiting. <laughs> yeah, you know, in less than two Go minutes. Ahead. Go if ahead. There is, if there is a God, an all-loving, all-merciful God, as everybody uh, says they believe in, then hell by itself could not exist. An all-merciful all God would not ever create a hell and throw people in there. Now, some people are going to say, well, <laughs> God's not allowing me to go there. I betrayed his Ten Commandments. He's got the power to create the universe. He's got the power to know in advance who's, who's going where and what's happening. And he allows it, regardless whether people believe it or not. Now, some people, as Mike is talking about, might use that as a psyop in order to convince people, you know, that Marxism and socialism and communism is good. 
And there are a lot of bad atheists, but I know atheists who are a hell of a lot better than Christians have more moral values than Christians ever will. Christians like to thump their chest out and pound it and say, look at me because I believe in God and God works for me. And it's nothing more than self-aggrandizement. There's nothing more than lifting oneself up on a pedestal and trying to make people believe that they're humble. God, if he's all-loving, all-knowing, all-merciful, as everybody says they believe in, would never, ever create a hell. And if you don't believe that a hell exists, then you can't believe that there's an all-loving God. The reason no, why they're just wrong. It, I, I used to, they're simply I used wrong, I'm going to be finished in less than 30 seconds. The reason why everybody believes in that is because, as George Orwell had said, the human brain is very, very capable of having in its head two mutually exclusive thoughts, but believing that both of them are true at the same time. That's the capacity of the human brain. But you can't say God is all-loving, all-merciful, all-good, and then throws people into a hell for eternity where 10,000 sons are going to sear apart that soul for all eternity. It's impossible. You're right, Joe. Joe, you're absolutely right. In fact, that doctrine is completely false. It's not scriptural. It's a false interpretation and wrong interpretation of the Bible, and the vast majority of Christians believe it. They believe that that all-loving, all-powerful God is going to throw people into hell forever and ever, which is preposterous, it's absurd, and it's not representative of God's true character. But notice, it does exactly what I said. It not, not only do they do things to make people not believe in God, but they make people have a basis, even through Christianity, to say that's a psychopathic God. They put out all kinds of misinformation, disinformation, lies through the churches, through religion, through the television, and it's all ultimately fear-based, and it's anti-God Almighty. Well, so it is psychopathic God if the God... Supposedly exists and does allow or throw people into hell. It is psychopathic. So good ideas. Okay, so I had seen this short video of this woman who was an actress in Hollywood, and she had said something to the effect of, "Why does Hollywood?" promote like that there is no God and she said because they know Satan is real they worship Satan well yeah they, let me say one they, last thing I gotta they, and I'm going to ask Josh if Josh wants to call back oh, in okay. the show Joe so I just want to say one last thing to bolster the points I was making earlier. One of the things I told Joe, too, one of the things that got me big early on with the cube bullshit was when I was hearing, oh, yeah, uh, man, all these children, all these tunnels, all these pedophiles, and they're raping and torturing children, and they're sacrificing children to Moloch and blah, blah. All this started coming out during Obama's administration, right into Trump's administration. And the more that I heard these things like, oh, don't worry, Q, they've got it because they've been working on this for 30 years. So in other words, for 30 years, they've been allowing children to be trafficked and tortured and sent all through the world and not do anything about it. Bullshit. That's complete rubbish. Because 
to say that they've been planning it for 30 years means they've been all they've known all these things are going on and they allow it to happen for 30 years and they know they they tried and they killed kennedy you know q started back back for lincoln lincoln no q started yeah like i said q started with operation trust uh before world war one it's the same thing it's all bullshit. And, and, and got, I think even before that, or is that, no, it was the Civil War. Well, hey, Q, guys, did I Q go. start I have back to hang then, up. or did the precursor I don't, I don't of know Q if, start back I don't then. know, if Josh, if you're going to get disconnected, but I'll text uh, Josh the number to your they show will. so he can call Yeah, text Barb, yeah, Barb and then Josh or whatever want to call in. Yeah, that'd be great, you know. Well, wait, why are you leaving, Mike? Gonna, you leaving? Yeah. Man, oh, man. Yeah, oh, man. I got to go, yeah. All right, All right. And, All right. and don't no, forget that Joe's got later. a show tomorrow about the um, right. about the fledgling operation yeah, of the uh, BTR hosts. Yep. Yep. Correct. Well, if you can try to get back in, Mike, you can. If not, then I understand. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we have just, I just lost four callers in one shot. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The whole show just went to hell. <laughs> there is a you, what, you, did uh, did the woman go off uh, the air too? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all yeah, where they were all connected on a conference call with Mike. So yeah, oh. but he'll he'll send them the <laughs> yeah he'll send them the number and they'll call back in most likely. Yeah, they'll call back in. Uh, so anyway, yeah, oh, anybody else found out me. there? Why? You know what? <laughs> what Joe, I'm sorry. Uh, I wanted to have a discussion with you about the Federal Reserve because you surprised me yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Federal Reserve. All right. You know, when well, you're ready. Well, when you're ready. I'm not, you know, not to take up the show. Oh, I'm ready. I'm always going to talk about, about the tonight. Fed. I'm an expert. I'm an expert on the Fed. Oh, Go okay. ahead. Hit me. Hit me. All right. You said that if you eliminated the Fed and gave the uh, the power of the treasure, the power of uh, printing money up back to the Treasury, that somehow the rest of the world would not accept our money because the central banks are in place in all of the other countries of the world, and the central bank via the Federal Reserve is in place here, and therefore our money would not be accepted. And I'd like to know if you believe that, then you believe that even though the Federal Reserve is evil, you want it to stay stay in place. No, no. If we got rid of the Federal Reserve, what would happen? Let's just say we got – just hypothetically. Well, if we got rid of the Federal Reserve right now, let's just say today we got rid of the Federal Reserve – what would happen? What would happen is that automatically, hopefully anyway, that the power of printing up the money would go back to the Treasury, and the Treasury would be able to print up the money to fund the government without issuing bonds, therefore no debt, no interest, and no Federal Reserve to buy up the bonds and become uh, even richer in sending more money back to the Rothschilds and their, uh, their minions. Okay. All right. But abolishing the Fed, uh, let's raise mm-hmm. this question. What would what 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 should say? The debate this debate is like been uh, you know what what now this isn't mine. I'm just saying you know from what I've read and what I've studied. You know it, it was born out right. of the 1907 depression. The Federal Reserve, obviously, the idea of the Federal Reserve. You know, following 80 years without a Fed-like institution, we you know we prospered obviously as a country. You know, right. this law right. was created to implement currency, currency reform designed to stop financial panics and to provide an emergency reserve of money for the economy. That's what the Fed was, obviously deception, but that's not what it's done. The Fed's mandate grew into what? Setting certain interest rates, controlling inflation, regulating banks, and reaching uh, full employment. So 
So what are the chances of repealing it? When that was what was the idea, or that's when it was forced to implement it. You know, obviously, you know, that would, you know, that was like, no, that's well, that's yeah, what the I Fed mean, was going to do. Yeah, you're right about what are the chances of repealing it, of extinguishing it, of destroying it. The chances are very, very slim, but just because the chances are slim of destroying it doesn't answer the question about what would happen if it were destroyed. If it were destroyed, well, then, the American, then the American – huh? I was getting to that. I was getting to that. The global markets, oh, okay. because you brought that up, you brought that up. The global markets would need some sort of economic direction from the United States. The United States, obviously, is the world's economic leader in the world. The dollar is the world's reserve currency. The Fed manages, I mean, the Fed manages the dollar and the world's leading currency. You know, so it would be void. Left the Fed, no, no America, no market. You know, it would throw, it would throw those markets into chaos with uncertainty. And and who's managing uh, the U.S. interest rates and the American economy? Then the speculation would go. It would just it was the naysayers and everything. It would just crash our economy. Okay, we well, can't you're saying why? The gold okay, standard. okay but why do you say it would crash uh, the economy if the money is being printed not from the Federal Reserve, which just gives the authority to the Treasury, but gives it back to the Treasury and the Treasury because issues the amount- money without, huh? Because the amount of money in the economy would then have to be entrusted to the supply of gold in the world and cut down on no, anyone's ability to increase the U.S. dollars pumped into the economy. And a major, and one of the major criticisms of the Fed's policies is, is, is uh-huh. been since the 2008 recession when we bailed out the banks with, that, with, with the currency backed by nothing because there's not enough gold reserves in the world right now to even finance our own economy. That's what they're saying because, because we're, what, $39 trillion yeah, in debt, they say? Yeah, and they're, and they're probably right. It probably isn't. So the the world, uh, let's say our economy, our currency is not backed by gold. Um, we've been off the gold standard since 1971 when Nixon Correct. Um, forbade um, de Gaulle from coming in and exchanging the uh, his greenbacks for gold. People believe that Fort Knox is empty. Um, even if you have gold as um, you know as the backup currency, as the uh, as the as a limitation as to how much you could print, that would stagnate the economy because if gold is, let's say, at gold acts like a limit on economic growth also. The money supply would be based on the production of gold. The management of money is easier with a fiat currency. That's how the central banks are going to look at it because there's, there's just no well, way. Let them you know, look at it that way. It's not a problem. If they crash, then they crash. However, our economy would still, uh, like I was saying last night, it would bustle. It would, it would increase because we don't have to pay the federal debt off. There would be no discussions about the federal debt ceiling. We wouldn't have to pay China back $3 trillion worth of money. They w- we wouldn't have to All worry right. about the okay, Federal Joe. Reserve monetizing. Treasury's huh? in charge now. Now the tre- now okay the treasury's in charge now. The treasurer, right. the, the secretary, the treasury secretary's in charge. Well, uh, they're appointed by pre- the president, the treasurer, the treasurer, and it must be approved by the Senate. That would, they, imagine right. the gridlock and chaos that would occur there between two parties splitting down the middle, uh, but, uh, picking the someone who's going to control our entire economy well, they would do based it. on party, they would have to, party lines. They would have, yeah. Well, they do that anyway. They would have to pick somebody no, no, by a certain deadline anyway. If, no, well, the if they have a treasury, have which is the in the Constitution, right the, tre- the treasury the is instituted though. by the Constitution. Huh? 
Yeah, but we don't follow that anymore. We're not the, the Federal Reserve handles our economy. The Treasury doesn't do nothing. The CMO just have that empty office. He doesn't do anything. You know, the monetary policy well, that, are controlled well, by the why, Federal Reserve. Yeah, that's why we're saying if you got rid of the Federal Reserve, there would be people in charge with enough integrity to realize that the Federal Reserve is not only unnecessary, it's an evil institution, and the money and the printing and the responsibility goes back to the Treasury. Therefore, the okay. Treasury would be in charge, and it would be um, hopefully a force for good. Now, the reason why the Treasury would be, I don't know about a force for good, but the reason why we would not have any more debt is because when you print up money, it's like um, what Thomas Edison said. If you can print up bonds, you can print up paper. You don't need okay. bonds. Let me, let's look at history, Joe. Let's look at history. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. Having some sort of central bank may have been better than none. Out of 100 years of Fed control, the country has had 22 recessional years, including one depression. The 100 years before the Fed, four recessions and six depressions. Okay? You realize that? So the economy was mm, – that's, okay. that's true. All right? Now, what, so, so if you think that's a better idea – well, I mean, if you think that, and you know, I mean, what's left in this? Until someone thinks of a better idea than the gold standard, or handing handing the economic keys to the Treasury Department, or just leaving a void, the Fed will probably have to stick around until we figure something else out. You know, I mean, I don't think most mm-hmm. of it, you know, because just abolishing the Federal Reserve is just you're taking a huge, huge chance, and the Fed being dissolved are, are, is totally unrealistic right now in, with the real world economy. It just can't happen. It won't. It just won't. Well, okay. You know, the now, fact that it won't be that, well, I'm not talking. Yeah, but I'm not talking about is the Fed going to be dissolved. I'm talking about if it were, and if the money and the power goes back to the Treasury, that means then if the Fed was dissolved, there would have to have been honest people to have taken over and then given the power back to where it belonged. Now, what okay, we got four one four. I see you four one four. I'm gonna unmute you. Okay, glad you. Now, what would the Treasury do? Well, the Treasury cannot print up bonds then anymore. That means no more debt. If you keep the Federal Reserve around, Joe, you always – we have $32 trillion worth of debt that we always, always have to pay off, and we always have to pay off the interest. No, and then we're going we to are continue the debt. Around. We are the debt. We are the debt. And, and, and we don't have to pay nothing because it's a promise of the, of, the, of the government anyway. That's not our promise. But hang on. We bring out 414. They might want to add to this conversation. Uh, 414, go ahead. You're unmuted. Who is this, Josh, maybe? Yeah, Josh and Barb. Hey, what's going on? We're having a conversation about the Federal Reserve money, your favorite topic, actually. So <laughs> uh, what do you think about so far what I'm saying? We can't get rid of the central bank. We throw the, the entire world into upheaval. And, and with the entire world with central banking schemes and practicing fractional reserve banking, we'd be the only country in the world – Doing business with who? We couldn't do business with them. We don't. We don't need their 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 slave money. We can just do away with it. You know, let God take control of us here. You know, it's bullshit, man. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, we have to have a bartering system, though. You know. Yeah, we have to have a bartering system. What we gonna have? Yeah. Because nobody's just going to give everything away and be honest and say, hey, I'll help you out and you help your neighbor out and everybody just give, 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 give. That's not going to happen. You're going to have everybody take, 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 and, and you're going to have – Well, capitalism, you know, takes, the world. capitalism answers that. Capitalism answers the greed of people um, so that if I'm, if I'm greedy for whatever it is I want and another person is greedy for what I want – 
capitalism system comes in, institutes a, mon- um, a monetary uh, a currency control, and the people can uh, can do the trading without doing bartering. Money is very important. So they're thinking we should keep the Federal Reserve, Barb. What do you think? Um, get rid of the Federal Reserve. Yeah, it's a privately owned bankster company, probably located in the city of London. Um, owned by, yeah, you know who. Um, get rid of the Federal Reserve. We are going back to a gold-backed, silver-backed currency, as well as the rest of the world. I'm sure you heard of BRICS. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. all going to, yeah, gold gold back. Um, so Federal Reserve went down, just like yeah, the there's a concerted effort and the right. Titanic, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's a concerted effort to take away. The, as a matter of fact, uh, the American dollar is on the way out because Russia and China and the BRICS, they want to get together along, along with India, I believe, and India and Pakistan. Yep. And they want to form yep. a, a competitive currency against um, the dollar, and that's because they consider the United States too imperialistic. So we already well, have the, the, monetary problems. Well, the dollar problems. is not gold back. It's fiat currency. It's oil back. Who who owns oil? Who's the big oil guy? Rockefeller? Yeah, it would be Rockefeller along with uh, the Rothschilds. Right. Well, Benjamin Strong, Benjamin Strong was the president of J.P. Morgan, and J.P. Morgan owned Bankers Trust. And, and he, and, oh, and uh, did you hear they the were, news you know, about him? Did you hear the news about J.P. Morgan? Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, which one? I mean, you know, I mean, the yeah, I know. They're all corrupt news. and whatnot. Well, no, the latest news is he was ordered to pay, like, a gazillion he dollars in, in the court yeah. case against uh, I don't <laughs> even know what. But he's going down, and that's why that – Little submarine went down. That's why the Titanic went down. The banksters are going well, down, and we the story are of going the Federal Reserve to a is about good guys. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're going to the do story. that and take over with AI. Yeah, the story of the Federal Reserve well, is about good AI guys and bad guys and self-serving politicians subject. helping their rich and famous friends. Uh, you know, also interesting. You know, you should point out that you know the nineteenth in the nineteenth century. Uh, uh, British case law that paved the way for fractional reserve banking, which is what the central banks practice, uh, 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 with the bailment law undeveloped in the 19th century. Bankers were able to win um, basically the, their case with uh, it was called Foyle versus Hill, and that's when they implemented the uh, the fractional reserve banking scheme, and that's how they create money out of basically by fraction. Which if you deposit ninety dollars, I can recreate it ninety times over and then lend it out at interest. I've often wondered about this little thing. Okay, so in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, we had a tax at 5.6%, right? So you go to McDonald's and you buy a soda for a dollar six. Where does that 0.4% go to? You multiply that by how much? 
Where does it go to? I didn't pay a dollar five point six. I paid a dollar six. A penny. I'm going back to the penny, which is made of copper. You know, liberty. Which, yeah. Well, liberty lovers which and freedom has been lovers. It, it sounds good. It's only worth a penny, but yet they're going to take an extra. Well, let me explain this to you. With the Federal Reserve abolished, okay, banks would be on their own. No more lender of last resort or taxpayer bailout. The inflation dragon would be slain, right? The boom and bust roller coaster ride level. That's it. Gone, right? I mean, so that's what you're saying. Is if we got rid of the federal honest money's here. That's it, right? Everybody's here and everybody's honest again. I'm saying, I mean, the Federal Reserve. Federal has nothing to do with it. It's like yeah, privately I know, I know owned. That. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what we call it, federal reserve. So, yeah, like, I understand. What, it's not federal what, government. Why yeah. are we? Why? Why can't we have our own gold, which is in mountains There's not gold. beneath the There's land, not enough gold which in we reserve. own? We were given this to us by God. All of the riches of the earth. The gold. If we produce That's gold, first. if we produce gold and go back to gold, we're we're just spending the gold. What do you mean go back to gold? What do you mean gold back back in the dollar? We are gold going or back us using gold? to a gold back standard, a gold back dollar. So every dollar is backed by gold or silver. And how did that work for us before? It worked great until the Rothschilds no, and the Rockefellers and the banksters came in and took it over, and they. Mm-hmm accessed our trust and they took our money and they created taxes and they have been no 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 since the beginning how many how many inflation and depression have we had since the creation of the because you're not you're you're wrong you're wrong the the facts are i got the numbers right here i just read them off a little while ago what before the federal reserve creation We've had, okay, and before and after, what the, of 100 years of history of our country, before we, but with, with what the standard you're you talking about. You've got to go back further than 100 years. you got to go back. Well, we can go back 1,000 years, years. But, but, we'll, but the numbers will get convoluted. You know, we can, we can do a 100-year span here. 100 years is enough history. That's a generation. I mean, you know. No, you've got to do you know, 200 because everything well, changed after 1900 and after the Titanic sank. In 1913, I believe, and when no, the years and the, the Federal, Federal Reserve. Reserve came in, that's when everything changed. Yes, the Federal Reserve was created what? in 1907, was, technically, okay, and it was implemented in 1913. Now, since the Federal Reserve has been created, we've had 22 recessions. We've had one depression. Okay. Before the Federal Reserve was created, we had uh, what was it, forty-four recessions and uh, six depressions. So our economy wasn't all that great before the Federal Reserve. It wasn't the best in the no, world. It but wasn't. People survived. I mean, they they didn't rely. Well, um, you also have to take a look at how long they lasted and, and the kind of impact it made on the economy at that particular time. The 1939, or let's say 1929 recession, which was created under um, uh, Roosevelt, certainly came after the the, um, the Federal Reserve was instituted, and that was the worst depression yeah. we've ever had. Plus, you also and have to take a look at the economic created. definitions created. of uh, depressions and recessions. 
Yeah, well, they're all yeah, case, money has created. Control. Yeah, this could this could get on and on for the next two hours, Joe. Do you want to talk yeah, about so the what's the solution? For the next two hours, or you what's want to talk solution? about uh, well, well, hang other on. stuff? Hang on, Joe. Let's get to solutions, Joe. Okay. What's the solution okay. then? What money system is going to work and explain it? What would work? And what would work the fact would that the, be... the Treasury will not issue bonds. Uh, would you agree no. that the issuing of bonds, if you have bonds, then you have debt. If you have debt, then you have nothing but a continuous debt, having to pay off the interest, and the money goes into the, uh, the coffers of the Federal Reserve. Does anybody know what monetizing means when it's done by the Federal Reserve? No, I'm saying, what what system of money do you want to see? What, Joe, Joe, what what's the solution? What money system do you want to have implemented? Everybody can get a shot here at this answering the question. What would be the best money system? I would want to the treasury our people to be able to system? issue money, right? To be able to issue money without having to sell bonds. If they've got, um, if so the politicians needed, and if they were right, so let's say they needed a million dollars for a real good program, then the uh, Treasury would give them a million dollars. You don't sell bonds for a million dollars at 10% interest and then give, uh, at the end of the year, give 10% of a million, $100,000 more to the person who bought the bond. Because now that means that you have to get $100,000 more that you didn't have before, which means you got to sell bonds again. That's how the continuous circle keeps going round and round and round. But if you just have the Treasury do it, you give a million bucks to the um, to the funding of the program, the million bucks is, is there. No debt. Not a penny. Not one single penny of debt. That's how it works. Okay. Unless the project right. doesn't go through and they take the money and line their pockets with it. Well, yeah, but I'm not talking about corruption. I'm talking well, about gonna, and, if they're going to do that. Even if, what Barbara, if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that, right, if they're going to take the million bucks and line their pockets with it, you still got to pay off $100,000 at the end of the year if you keep the Federal Reserve around. Well, what I'm saying is... The price is of new treasury securities are set by private market demand and supply conditions to the treasury auction. You know, there has to be a buyer. That's what I was trying to tell you last night, Joe. There would have to be a buyer of the of, of the securities of the treasury. You just can't make money can out we, of thin air. We so yes, we're going to go back to honest money. Fees? Can we talk 501 no, you, you know, like everything is so corrupt. We need to get rid of it all. And start over and well, set it up like it was. Yeah, but how would you? But what, see, but yeah, but how, what kind of monetary? You, you want it backed by gold. Gold would have a yeah. limitation because if you only and, have, and if you only have like and trade, and then barter and trade. Oh no, no, like, no, no. We you are can't have barter and trade. <laughs> you can't have barter yes. and trade because you, you live in Milwaukee, and if you didn't have money. You would need to barter something in order to get what you wanted. Now, if the person who has what you wanted is in California, in, right? <laughs> then you have to go through a lot of machinations in order to 
to trade well, what you have with that other person. Get rid of the government and get rid of let us just exist. We've done it for thousands of years. No, you know? that can't work. I yeah, need goods and services. Well, you gotta have, you gotta I, have I'm a gardener. I'm a landscaper. I'm into medicinal plants. God gives it's me been what there I before. need. We've been there. Yeah. We, you know? Tried. <laughs> and it's true. There are people who believe that you should have government. And it's government. true. And, it's, um... and, and, like, I search out farmers that, like, you know. Um, All right. I got another caller who wants to jump in the conversation. Have you want to jump in? another caller who wants to jump in? grass-fed beef, you know, creating that Hang on. Time out. Time out. Time out. I got another caller who wants to jump in. 314. Go ahead. 314. Okay. Joe Gibson. Yes, sir. The Treasury could do what the Federal Reserve, Federal Reserve do. But here's the thing: you could wash away the 42 trillion in debt, which came about from spending more than your annual fiscal budget was set. But you still have those unfunded liabilities. So in the next four back. years, let's just say in 2027, will be over $247 trillion. Unfunded yeah, liabilities exactly. is security, Medicare, it's pensions for government officials, and things along that line. $247 yeah, trillion. Yeah. Pay that off. yeah, I know, Bianchi. And another thing. I know. U.S. dollar is not going to go any place as long as the U.S. can manufacture and produce what others want. <clears throat> Josh, You're not going you to buy me? a 737 jet from Boeing using any other currency than American dollars. That's the way it goes. Unless you, well, as long Barbara's as you saying, have something saying, though, else, that we kind of like this was a John Son idea years ago. We went round and round when he had his crew calling in that that we could just be free and we don't need money, we don't need government, we just give and help each other out. Hey, that, that, that's not going to work. That's what capitalism is. We're going to have idiots out there, you know. That's what capitalism is. It is so not enough gold. Means you, you have mutual um, mutual. You know trade. what? That's so cynical. That's so cynical. What's that? And I do do for my community, you know, like. I'm not saying you don't, but there's others out there no, that don't. No, I'm just there's saying you're saying it's not going to work. You're saying it's not going to work. It's not. And like it I'm a person of action. No. And I no, am growing vegetables. No, no, I didn't say anything about you. I said there's bad people in this world. Surely you understand. We're on the same planet here, correct? There's bad people right. in this world, but, right? But we like, can agree, look right? Look at the good people. Look at the good people. You're, okay. You, you need to put out more positive vibes, not um, negative that has vibes. To do with, that, because that has nothing to do with the positive vibes that are going to lift us up and out of this hellhole. I can sing you the best oh, song in the oh, world and make oh. you feel good, and that's not going to change reality. Okay. The reality Barbara, I want to ask you a question. No, we can change reality. We can Barbara, manifest I want to ask it you a, if we get up into the higher All right, Joe, I'll let you uh, in there. Vibrations. Joe, uh, Barbara, right. Joe right. wants to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. Okay. There are people who believe that if they put their heads together literally in different cities around the world and different cities in the country here, 
and you have, let's say, uh, 100,000, whatever the number might be. These people believe that if you do that and if you concentrate, then the positive vibes will change the world. Are you one of them? No, it's way deeper than that. I believe we are all we are all connected from from the earth to the sky. We are one. We all have a vibration, a heartbeat. We are not separate Uh from the earth. What has separated us from the earth? Maybe your rubber shoes. Oh, so you're one of those earth. Uh, okay, so you're the the mother nature, nature, well, mother nature, uh, stuff. mother earth. Hey, have you heard of electroculture with the uh, copper and wires hey, and gardening? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so you're saying we're all connected and we're energy. This is the first year I am experimenting it with it. Okay, and you're gonna want to hear this because I okay. like grew. 30 tomato, heirloom tomato plants, six different varieties um, from seed. And then I, I, I planted some down here in Milwaukee, and then I took them up north, up north Wisconsin, and planted them Memorial Day weekend. And that night, there was a frost, and it got down to 30 degrees. And the next day, okay. they were all, like, laying on the ground, and then it got up to, like, 70, 80 degrees, which Where just fried them all. And, <laughs> and then um, I had made some out of copper tubing. I made some spirals. And I had put them around the plant. Okay. Okay. What's that so got to do with that? Can I time out? What's that got to do with the conversation at hand here? What's that got to do with energy and, and us being one? And... A lot. So you're we're tomato plants now? I mean, what are you talking? I don't understand. What's that got to do with okay. what the conversation is? Okay. So the is? copper, what? copper is key. Electroculture. This has been around for the last hundred years, and it was suppressed. If you make a copper coil, have you heard of Tesla? Have you heard of the ether yep. and, 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 like, connecting the ether right, okay, to the ground okay, so or grounding wires? Okay. It makes plants grow bigger, better. It gets rid of, you know, weeds. So if I slept in a like copper it. tube, I would grow taller and be bigger and better? What do you, I don't understand. What well, this, maybe, I mean, <laughs> maybe. But anyhow, the end of my story is this. So, like... Two weeks ago, I was up there, and it was like, okay, there's still a stalk. There's still some life to it. And I saw an itty-bitty leaf trying to grow. And then this past weekend, that same plant with the copper coil around it, it had leaves. It survived, okay? So there's something to copper, and I want you to think about it. All okay. the other ones that didn't have the copper, nope, didn't come back. There's something okay. with copper. Okay, all right. That, that, 
that's fine. You conducted a little experiment. Okay, but that's – what's that – I mean, what are you trying to say here that we all should invest Well, what it has to do in? with is we're, we're talking about subtle energies in the collective consciousness and, and, and an awareness that you're not even aware of that's going on around you. You, you don't even perceive what's right in front of you. What's that guy, trying to what, get you're talking about copper. You're talking about giving you an example of something that's right in front of you that you don't even okay. see while you're sitting there trying to, the, the, you're trying to right. uh, degrade it. No, no, it. no, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Okay, well, let me give you now my story, okay? About uh, three years ago, I planted copper, five copper uh, uh, lettuce plants, okay? Maybe we need more and copper. It, I mean, I can use no, the same experiment the and then claim to, and make claim to it that this, it has to do with energy. You know, I mean, yeah, okay, copper has some sort of uh, ener- energetic well, uh, vibe. Barb had originally made a point that if we come together and, and we raise the vibration, things get better to where she's shot down as a, as a quack because people don't, no. don't see that because they don't get it, okay? But then she brings no, up this example no, Jack, now of something that's, wrong, that's, that's legitimate Jack, that, you're that wrong, she actually Jack. did based you're on wrong, man. something you're wrong. Why do you keep saying you're wrong? Because they want to maybe it's right. I don't care. Because it's been tried right. before. It's been done. What are you talking about? If we What's all get together and come together done. as one. So let's have a new world order then, a one world government. We all get in one line together and agree on everything and just have one system. We all coincide no, with one system. No, how about coming together as one as God? Is God meant to? We're not God. Because we're not God. And that's what this is all about. It's about uniting. (laughs) And you're saying no, no, no. 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 It's about uniting to become God. No, and start saying yes. We're not God. Damn it. We're not God. We're not God. If if we all connect, we the people. We will be one united under God. But okay. we have to all right. Gibson, God. Gibson, God. Okay. Stop saying no. Gibson, you don't well, stop. Well, they they, they want to protect us, we the people, but they didn't want to stop it. So we're not going to do it. I'm done. No, right. I said, well, so Gibson, I, I just you told you, I don't have a problem with that. What are you talking Time out. And why can't all talk over each other? All right, I let Barbara say what she had to say. Okay, if that's what she's saying, we the people coming together as one nation under one God, okay, I don't have a problem with that at all. There's no problem with that. What's that got to do with copper, though? That's what I'm not getting. Can you explain that to me? Everything. Copper is the key to life. It heals. It heals the plant. You know, Copper, like, don't we Okay, need a lot of things heal don't out there, though. A lot of, there's a lot of herbal medicines need, and remedies out there, though. Don't we need to connect heaven with the earth? What, connect with earth, you're saying. Heaven yeah, I don't understand what you're getting earth, at with this. I don't get this. Grounding, grounding. It has everything to do with everything. And, and... You know, it's like the things they have done to us over the last 200 years with their medicines and, and okay. Yeah, why do say lead paint was toxic and they took it off the market? What okay. people that have those ideas need to do is go out to Arizona, perform a settlement, and live that way and is... let people observe and see how it works. Yeah. Do you want right. the answer to that one? 
Say it again. Yeah, people that have those ideas, go out there to Arizona, Nevada, there's plenty of land, and form your settlement and we have under those principles where everybody else can watch and see how it turns out in about 20 years. Barb, what do you think about that? Silence. I mean, is there any examples of this type of living uh, where we're all connected as one and this, and this, this experimental uh, evolution with copper? I mean, she's mentioned Tesla. So, I mean, but, Bianca, you made an excellent point. Is there, why, why don't we try this and see what happens and let everyone else see the success of it? Right? I mean, I'm not, I don't own yeah, that. I'd, I'd be willing to contribute $100 toward the copper. Yeah, well, they hung up and ran away, you see? Give me my ball. Give me my ball. I'm mad because you didn't, because you asked me questions. I'm taking my ball, and I'm going home right now, okay? And that's what they just did right there. Give me my, give me my ball, and I'm going home, you see? Now, that's real positive energy. That's real positive, right? I mean, that was real positive, what they just did right there, you see? Because it's a bunch of crap. It's a bunch of nonsense. It's a bunch of malarkey Bull crap, okay? There ain't no copper tubing out there. If I put my stick my head in the ground with eight, eight inches of copper, I'm going to grow 10 feet tall. And, you know, or I wrap copper around a tomato plant. It's going to produce tomatoes when it's 70 below zero. Don't oh, give me that crap and that nonsense. I've heard it all before, okay? These experiments and all this other nonsense. Don't give me that nonsense. You want to do that? Fine. That's America's free. Go do it. Like you just said, Bianchi, go do it. Okay, and if you're successful and life is so perfect and everyone heals and nobody has any problems or medical problems or ailments and life, you have the abundancy of life and you're happy, guess what? It'll spread like wildfire and everybody will want to do it then, right? Because it's it's not not going to happen because you want to know what's going to get involved? My way, I want it my way. Your way, I don't like your way because everybody's different. Everybody has a different idea about how someone should do something else or how they want to live. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you see, their way or I'm running away and I'm taking my ball and going home right now. You see? Now, that's not going to work. If you really believe in something, you sure as hell ain't standing up and fighting for it, are you? You know? So that idea shot the hell right there. I was thinking about the copper thing, too, for a minute. But now they just ran away and don't want to explain it at all, and didn't want to go into details about it, so it's a it's crack of baloney, you know? It doesn't work. It don't work. So, anyway, 657-383-0616, press the number one here. Uh, Bianca, you still with me? Well, see what you have. You have people with all these exuberant ideas and innovative books. We can stand back and see. They never yeah. take it on themselves. Yeah. There's nothing stopping this group. I can't think of the guy's name. They can go out in Arizona and stake off some land, bring the rest of their followers and likewise ideas, and go ahead and put this thing in. You and myself can stand yeah. back and watch and see exactly how what comes of it in about 20 years. But where did that come from? I mean, I don't understand. Well, well, hang on a second here. 
did I just like walk into a time portal or something or something happened here? We were talking about the Federal Reserve and talking about the economy and how to fix the economy, and we ended up on a story about a tomato plant. Can you tell me how we ended up there, please? I got to listen to this show and figure out how we got there. I mean, do you remember how that happened? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't I, you it. run into a lot of shows where people have these proverbial time machines, and having a, a machine like that where you can go back in time five, six hundred <laughs> years, you should be the richest man on earth. I'd be selling well, it, would you? Yeah. I just want to go back about 20 minutes and figure out how I got here. <laughs> you know? I, 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 I just don't understand what happened there. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. Did you say something wrong? Or Joe left, too. He took off and left, too. <laughs> I think he was getting aggravated because he was trying to ask. Because as soon as he found out Barbara was one of those types that lives up in the uh, sky in the, uh, you know, in the clouds, uh, Literally, I guess, uh, he took off. So, But, you see, I'm not like that, though. I'm, I want to hear him out. I want to hear how you got there. I want to hear how you got from point A to point B. I want to hear if there's any substance to it. I want to hear if you're just pulling my leg. I want to hear if you're just, uh, you know, maybe sipped a few drinks tonight and you just want to hear yourself talk. I want to know the facts about what you're saying. You see, I want to listen, you know, but I'm going to ask questions. You know, if you don't ask questions, then how the hell are you supposed to get any answers? Well, you know, you're talking about the, the interest on the debt in 2027 is projected to be over $2 trillion. That's more than double defense spending in total. Yeah, How in the hell are you going to pay that off? And then, you could tax everybody 100% of their salaries right now, starting today, and for the next 10 years, and you still would not pay off the national deficit. You still would not. No, pay. you will not. And then, Joe, you got the unfunded liability. Now, this applies mm-hmm. to America. Americans looking forward to their Social Security. Veterans are looking forward to their benefits. And you have other entities out there that's been promising these things and have been paying for hopes to receive them someday. Now, what you going to tell them? I don't think they're going to stand for it too happily. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that. You know, I mean, you know, people don't be scared to call in here. You know, it's always going to attack you. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, what the, what, what, where's the grow a pair? You know, come on. You know, and then see, everybody gets afraid and they act like, you know, I mean, I just don't understand what's, why you would spend that much time on a podcast show and then take your ball and go home. I don't understand. I don't get that. It's just my head spins. I, mean, I just can't get the, I just can't grasp that. What? Why you would spend all that time talking? You're telling me a story about a tomato plant, and yeah, and a frost, and and now the tomato plant has leaves, okay? And then you get angry and hang up on me. I don't understand. I mean, it wasn't a crank call because that person was on for a long time. We were talking private on off front before the show even began. I was on a conference call with Mike, so I don't understand how that played out. I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Is anybody out there? Can they call in and explain it to me? What happened there? <laughs> did you say something wrong? I did. I. I don't understand. I don't get it. I just don't understand. Did anybody answer those questions? No, I just anyway. asked a simple question. Yeah, I know. 
And you and you actually said it. And you, well, you, you say you should have brought that hundred dollar bill up a little bit quicker, you know, because <laughs> everyone will do everything for money. You yeah, know? I would contribute a hundred dollar bill towards. <laughs> I would contribute a hundred dollars towards some copper. There you go. You know, copper, copper tubing. Copper tubing is the answer to all our problems and to solve everything in the world's problems today. Let's see. How about Putin and the war in Ukraine? Maybe we just made him a phone call and called up over there and said, copper, copper's your answer? You think he'd stop the war over there in Ukraine? <laughs> Do you think the Federal Reserve will... No, uh... I don't think it would stop, <laughs> but it would be a good try. <laughs> How about the Titanic people, those people that got lost there or whatever? They're trying to find out how the thing imploded and exploded. That's a horrible way to go, huh? You lay down there in the ocean well, floor like is, that? But, you know, it seemed like some common sense would have came into play when people looked at the structure themselves. Of course, you know, so people look at things. They used to getting in cars and nothing happened. Getting into yeah, but why MGs would it just implode and, like that, though, Bianca? Why would it just implode? It's built to go to, to those depths. Why would it, it wasn't, just explode? It wasn't structurally sound to stand this sort of pressure. <clears throat> you know how really in submarines. There you go. I don't know about the modern submarines, but check this out. In submarines, at least in some of the old ones, they used to take a string or a line and run from one side to the other and pull it taut. And then yeah. as they dive. When those size cubs coming in, then they can measure how close they are to what they perceive limit by how much the line sags. So that okay, tells you well, something again, right there. All right. Well, again, though, that submarine was bent down to those depths many, many times already. It didn't just implode and explode into nothingness. So what what happened? down there. I mean, what could have possibly happened? Surely every scenario of when you're down in those depths going to explore the Titanic must have been played out uh, many times, you know, when you, you know, if you bump into something or you hit the size of rub, rubble or, or, you know, what, you know, all those scenarios must have been played out or the oxygen, you know, some system failures. That's what they do on a jet. Test this, test it, test A, test this. That's what you do, you know, when you're dealing with mechanical machines like this. So surely this must have been played out. Why it's, you just don't lower the thing down to the bottom of the ocean floor and it just explodes. It just doesn't work that way. There has to be an answer, you know. And I got Joe with his hand well, up right now. Well, it depends on how much. On. It depends on how many ahead, times it, it went to those depths. Then the many material times, was many fatigued. Times. Let's bring well, Joe back on. At some point in time, material material will fatigue, and then it will give out without any warning. You know, even with fighter jets. Their wings have to come in, and they perform a procedure that's called ultrasound testing. It's non-destructive testing, what it is. And they go over every square inch of those wings looking well, for That's what I'm saying. They must have done that, Pianchi. Don't you don't, think well, you would do that? I mean, I know I sure as hell will. If I'm going down and I know I could die, and they think it, you know, I'd be like, these guys, there's only a five-man crew there. You know, I mean, I, I'm surely, you know, like I said, it just doesn't make logical sense. You know, I don't hop in my car if I see all four tires flat and just take a chance to drive down the road and see what would happen. You know, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I don't drive with the doors open. You know, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. You know, but anyway, Joe, if that's you, 323, um, yeah, Barb and yeah. uh, Josh, they, they took their ball and went home. They got angry and upset uh, because they thought we were One. making fun of them. So, 
Well, they thought we were making fun of them. They got angry, and, and I'm not on their team anymore, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing to make those people angry? I don't know, Joe. This is the problem. See, Joe, this is one of the problems with a revolution or or trying to organize uh, people together. And this is why every single time when you get a movement started, it falls apart because you got the wah, wah. nobody wants to compromise. And 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 you know what? If you're not gonna do it my way, I don't care. It's like little babies, you know. They throw the bottle down and they take their ball. I'm going home and it's my ball, and you're not gonna play with it. You know, I don't care if the whole country goes to hell in a handbasket. I disagree with you. You know, and then, oh, then we like make fun listen. of the liberals, yeah. and that's what they do. <laughs> you know, I like, like to listen to the download <laughs> of that. But when it comes to the submersible, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know much about it, but I'll tell you. That um, there have been submersibles that have gone down to the depths of the Titanic, I believe, because somebody was making a comment about this particular submersible who's gotten lost. And they said that I think they um, they were right next to, you know, toe to toe with the Titanic. I think there have yeah. been, um, you know, submersibles. Um, it's been down what happened there. Yes, Joe, that's somewhere yeah, around there. Many, many, many times. Times. Yeah, yeah right. well, I don't know what happened to this one. The guy, that's James what, Cameron, what, yeah. the director, he said that um, he knew in advance, he knew that uh, when the news came out that they imploded, he said that he knew that they um, uh, they were destroyed something like three or four days before the news came out. I guess he yeah, must have had a blackout on something. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. You know. He probably wanted to have time to get the insurance together. But them other guys, <laughs> I offered them $100 toward their copper purchase, and then they ran away. Yeah, they got mad. Yeah. Why? What happened? Yeah. What was said to make them pissed off? Because when I left, they weren't pissed off at anybody. Well, when you hung up, they took offense to that. And then number two, then we started asking questions about the copper theory. And they, when she went on a story about a tomato plant and how it had leaves and after after the frost or something, and uh, and I was trying oh. to figure out well. What's that got to do with the Federal Reserve? And, you know, and I was trying to tie yeah, the story together. That's why I hung up. I hung up because she was starting to talk about how everybody should get together. And then she started talking about plants. I thought she was going to continue to talk about, you know, yeah. planting and community. So I said, look, uh, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's a good thing that people look out for each other. But I wasn't, I didn't come here to learn about that. I wanted to talk about the yeah. Federal Reserve, current events, and your show tomorrow to get people together. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to happen. With their ideas of uh, one world, we are the world, and, you know, it's just not going to happen. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, we have, we're too many it, different yeah, people I on know. the world. I, I agree with you. I, I always bring up the analogy, you know, if you take any, any, any group of people on the planet, I don't care what nation, what tribe, what part of the country, you bring, you know, bring them forward 100 years from now, and you put them in a spaceship. And that spaceship lands on a planet, and they can be of the most pacifist tribe, country, nation, etc. They can they can be of the greatest religion, but you put them on a planet that has a trillion dollars worth of rare earth minerals and other minerals and gold, uranium, and plutonium, etc. And that planet has inhabitants that has war, you know, weapons back to the you know 1700s yeah. or so. How long would it? take? How long would it take for anybody inside that spaceship, knowing that they could bring that all of those uh, trillions of dollars back to the Earth, 
how long would it take for them to kill all those people if those people said, no, we don't want to trade, we don't want to give you uh, anything is buried, they're underneath sacred ground, we don't want you going underneath sacred ground. How long do you think it will take for those people to die? Everybody's got their own beliefs and how they believe and what they believe in. But you see, this is the problem, though. It's the stubbornness of people, too, not willing to compromise and listen to what other people have to say. Instead, they've got to flap their mouth. And everybody's got to yell over each other and say, you know, and, and she was doing that consistently, I noticed, and, no, and, and being oh, sarcastic, oh. too, you know. Oh. So, you know, I, you know but, but that's fine. Well, I, well, I, you know what? I do it, too. No, I was, I was about to say, the two to three programs that we've had as a promo was precursor to your show uh, tomorrow. Because I told people that was the informal <laughs> – I was on Sally's show later uh, earlier today, I said – that's the informal, formal beginning of the launch of the BTR host getting together. So, but when we've had the shows uh, on various shows, like Laurie's show, your show, my show, et cetera, talking, well, not my show, uh, other shows talking about this, people had different ideas, but we did listen. And that's very, very yeah. important. We do have to listen. Yes. You know, yeah, but and, most but people wouldn't. have nothing but, most people have nothing but complaints, complaints, complaints. Yep. Joe, you and I yep. go back a long time. It's the same basis. Complain, complain. Where is the solution? Yep. There is no solution. Exactly. They just complain. Yeah. 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 That's all we hear about is the stories of, of them complaining. That's it. You know, and, and I don't want to talk about positive stories either. You know, I want a solution. You want to talk about what? You know, I didn't hear you. Sorry. No, I said I don't want to hear about positive stories either. That positive oh. energy crap that oh. she was talking about, you know, that's not going to seal all oh. the deals of the seal of fate of the people. Let's talk about real solutions. Come on, let's get back to planet Earth here. You know, let's not be in the clouds. You know, mm, I mean, yeah, on. and besides, I'm, you know, I'm always one for proof. I mean, if somebody can provide for me proof that you had a room full of people who could put their heads together, either literally or figuratively, and actually as a result of the energy that's generated by our brains can actually do some good on this planet. If you had clinical evidence of that, I'm all for it. But if you don't yeah. have evidence, yeah. I just say that it's nice, but no evidence. That would be uh, really easy, Joe. What we could do is do a podcast, Joe, and everybody could just be quiet, and we could just think, and, all we have, and we can change everything that way, right? Sure. I mean, <laughs> if we have like 100 people joining up and um, everybody yeah. you know, holds hands figuratively, um, they actually did or an experiment one. with prayer. Huh? Or press one at the same time, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, and, and all the ones would signify all the energy going out into the universe. Just, <laughs> you know, and just, I mean, solving every problem that we have on the planet here. <laughs> oh, that would be nice if, we, if that would actually happen. They did, I a, like I said, they did, um, they did an experiment. Um, there's two experiments. One experiment said that we put our heads together. We prayed for certain people in the hospital, and the people got better. Another experiment said we prayed for certain people in the hospital, and nobody got better. So you have two research groups um, having, coming up with diametrically opposed um, you know, results. But I'm, a, I'm always one for evidence. You know, if you believe in something, why do you believe it? Where's the evidence? I mean, you can't believe in something out of thin air. I mean, well, some people can, but I'm not like I that. worry about Show people that are chasing money all the time, Joe. I worry about people that are chasing money. You know, they're always talking about uh, – it's not people that want to raise money, because I understand things cost money, and you have to raise money to build ideas and, and, and the 
structure of a foundation and a movement and whatnot. I get all that. But I don't – but people that don't want to work and they, and they complain about working or having – you know, or just what, you want to sit around and do nothing oh, and, and yeah. don't – you know, that you got to be careful of. That's, yeah. that's, that's laziness. And those people always want free, free. Everything should be free. We shouldn't have to work for it. You know, it should be given. We should just give everything away. We should work together, you know. And I don't like that because – I mean, Peter Schiff, this guy, economics uh, professor, did something real quick. Oh, I, here. I, I, I read story. a few of his articles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's about seven guys stranded on an island, and they divvied up the jobs, you know. And one guy just didn't want to do anything, you know. And it was a great story. I don't know the whole logistics of it, but it, it made so much sense at the end. It's like that's why we doesn't work, you know. With you know, because one guy wants it all, and one guy doesn't want to do nothing, so we create a, a vacuum, a shark tank, you know. Because all well, of us yeah, are different. We're right. all different. Uh, and resentment would, would begin to uh, to start, too, because let's say there are seven people. One or two people don't want to do anything. The other people are fishing. They're hunting. They're climbing up trees. They're doing all the work, and these people are doing nothing yet. They're benefiting from the work that these other people do. Yeah. I tell you one thing. Not me. Not me. If I'm working and you're, uh, you're enjoying the benefits of my labor and you're not doing, you're not participating, I'm yeah. kicking your ass off the island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, it's 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 it, you're absolutely correct. And then, or you're not doing enough work, maybe. You know, then you get yeah, that that you get people that are anal, retentive, and pertussive. You know, that just don't matter what you do, you can't appease them. You know, I'm sure you've run into everyone's run into those types of people in their life. No matter what you say or do, they just want to be happy. You know, so yeah, you know what they, you know what you call them? What? You know what you call them? Women. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh oh! <laughs> Actually, I just lost my listening audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I go on. I go on shows and I express my viewpoints about females and how women are really overrated when it comes to when men die, when men create, when men innovate, when men build up a society, and women sit back and start complaining about the patriarchy. Fuck that shit. Yep. Yeah, well, Fuck patriarchy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's all you got to be yeah, like. You know, mother Earth stuff. Said, those guys I've heard them yeah. before. You know, yeah. that mother you're, Earth. You're stuff, telling me you that know. you're in. Yeah, mother. I, I, have, I don't have anything against Mother Earth if it works. I don't have anything against people who have good intentions towards people. But for them to believe that all you have to do is just, you know, kumbaya, and everything's going to be solved, <laughs> that's unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're absolutely correct. But you know, again, you know, it's 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 it, we live in a very complex time here now, where we're more sophisticated, more knowledgeable. We we have more materialistic things, and and that's why mental health is becoming such an issue. Like for instance, with people that like prisoners that come out of prison and stuff, you know, they, because oh, back 50 yeah. years ago. You know, they didn't have TVs mm. and flat screen TVs and, and smartphones. So you, when you got put in a cell, you weren't really losing too much. But now when you go into a concrete box and you don't have anything, you're detached from all the materialistic things that kept our lives running on the outside. So mental health, uh, that affects the mental health of someone. You know, you, you're detached from reality. You're not in reality. You know, rea- you go from one reality oh, yeah. to another. You know, and that a lot affects of, the mental yeah. health of, yeah. So, and a lot of conflicts are they're talking about PTSD and you know, being locked up, especially if you're an innocent person. I I have no to God. give my hat off 
to those people who spend 5, 10, 15 years in prison who are innocent and they come out and they're not insane, they're not hom- homicidal, and, you know, they just want to re- reintegrate into society. I'm one I of say them. you are. Are you really? <laughs> I am. Yeah, I spent, I spent, I spent uh, two and a half years in, in, in uh, administrative segregation when I was working for the, uh, the uh, no government kidding. there undercover. Yeah. Well, my hat is well, off yeah, to you, Joe. Locked down, brother. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. And, and then, were you yeah. in solitary? Oh, yeah, yeah, two and a half years. Two and a half years, never came out of my cell. How the fuck did you survive? Showers, showers, came to the door and everything. Yep. Never came out. They yeah, asked me about one of my one hour running around, cockroaches. They, yeah, the food was shitty, and um, oh, you, God, you didn't yeah. see anybody. You might have heard. Oh, holy shit! Nope, no vit, no vit. You should tell no people. Nothing. No fucking nothing. way. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, it happened. Yeah, that's the yeah. real truth. I was in northern, northern, uh, northern. They shut it down. That's how bad it was. They shut, they closed the facility down, but they built it and made it into a supermax and. Uh, you don't understand. In the early 1990s, the, the 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 gangs were so out of control. There's documentaries on it actually about the gang and the cor- mafia and the corruption that they had in the state of Connecticut during that time period. And it was just uh, the wild, wild west. And they had to, you know, fix the problem. And they were they ran everything. And you know, that's that's one of the reasons what I did what I did. Oh, wow. But anyway, I was in there in the supermax, and uh, a guy attacked me when I was in there. So I, you know, I had to defend myself. So I stabbed him. Sure. And, uh, they put me in administrative segregation. Yeah. You, you oh know? fuck! So <laughs> you know what? When when I come across yeah, when you when I come across a vet, or when people come across me as a vet, you know, they say thank you for your service, and I I especially say thank you to those who were you know who go to the front or who are up in the country, et cetera. But what do you say to a person who's been who's been locked up as an innocent person and? Sent to Southbury. What do you say? You, you, you say, I'm sorry? Well, I didn't cause it, but I'm sorry for the fucking scumbags. You know, I'll apologize for those scumbags. You never get that time back. Time is, one, you know, time is a very uh, strange thing, especially when you're in there. Time stands still when you're in there, I noticed. It, 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 one minute could be like uh, 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 an hour and a half. And the best scenario I use for people who don't know what it's like in there in those types of situations is, Go sit in your closet or your bathroom. Sit inside your bathroom and just shut the door yeah. and lock the door and just sit in there all day long. And just imagine spending all day, all night, eating your food in there, going to, you know, just, you know, just and then put a roommate in there with you and just stay in there all day and night. Imagine spending days, weeks, months, years in that little bathroom yeah. and, and can't get out, you know, and that's what it's like, you know, I mean, pretty much. I mean, I used to count the center blocks wow. and everything. I was, I was so bored. I mean, your mind, your mind plays tricks on you too. You see, you know, you just start yeah. seeing and you know, and the noise, people bounce, hang out the door, yeah. ah, you know. <laughs> well, this is what they yeah. get too now. Well, listen to this. When they put me in there first, this is what their little cert teams do. They're little uh, ninja turtle guys that come around. And they beat people up, you know. And when they when they uh-huh. put me in there, they four pointed me to the bed. They four point strapped me down. Okay. Right. So uh, when they yeah, when they came in to uh, take one of the handcuffs off to uh, let me eat, I belted the guy. You know, I, I belted him. You know, because you know I'm I'm four pointed down, man. I'm mad. You know, I say you know he's got me chained down like an animal. So I belted the guard. So they call them COs. Right. I belted the CO, and then they you know and so they they said okay we'll fix you. So what they would do is every three or four days they'd move me from one cell to another. 
you know, and, and then tie me uh-huh. down again for uh, like eight hours, nine hours. So when they came in with the Ninja Turtle, they come in with these uh, cert team outfits with shields and everything, and they go boom, 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 and they yeah. stomp their feet like real hard, you know, like to try to intimidate you. Well, you know, I, you right. know, so I fought them every time they come in. When they, they say, lay down face down on the bed, I said, F you, asshole, come on, you know, and then I fight them, you know, and then, of course, I'd lose, you know, I, I you know, fought the best way I could. Sure. And then, uh, you know, and they slammed me down to the ground, you know, beat me up for a little while, and then four point me, dragged me. I remember them dragging me by the shackles, right? Back, they're dragging me by my feet, right? And one guy's trying to hold my hands. He's dropping me on purpose. And they're dragging me down the concrete stairs. Boom, 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 boom. I remember my head banging on yeah. the stairs. Boom, 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 boom. You know, and then they throw me in the cell. He's got a big guy. He's too strong, you know? And, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's how it is, man. I've seen guys get killed in there. Uh, they hang up, they hang themselves, they go crazy. I mean, it's just, and sure. the people, they don't care about you. They're mean. Uh, you know, they would, they'd mess yeah. with me. They'd be knock on my door. They go, ping, 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 knock on the glass and the door. They go, Hey Gibson, you got mail today, but I'm not going to give it to you. You know, and, you know, like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mail, you know, it's a big thing, imagine, you know, you get yeah. a letter from home, you know, right. and I say, I'm not going to give it to you. And I said, tell him, rub it on your chest, asshole. You know, that's what I said. You know, I say something smart to him. You know, yeah. you're a reject. You couldn't become a police officer and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> but there was a book written about it. That's horrible, some kid, man. This college kid, this college kid wrote a book uh, about yeah? some of my story actually. Uh, with that oh, crap really? I went went through. Yeah, yeah, it's on Amazon. Uh, he didn't do too good of a wow, job. Wow, what's the name he, of the book? The, uh, what's the name of the book? Behind the walls, behind the walls, the life of a secret informant. Uh, uh, an arrangement gone bad. If you just type in Behind the Walls by Joel Hodnett, H-O-D-N-E-T-T, uh, it'll come up on uh-huh. Amazon. And uh, okay. it gives a, it's got federal court transcripts in there uh, from when I took them to, the government to court and sued them, you know, for what they did to me and, you know, sure. how they screwed me over and uh, didn't keep their promises, some a lot of promises, and how they tried to kill me. And uh, the, uh, the court case, when I took them to federal court in 2004, uh, many years later, you know, they, the, the jury was so, after the testimony that I gave and the proof that we were offering about how corrupt the system was, how, how cor- uh-huh. the murders and everything that was going down, the jury went to the judge, the federal judge, and said, we don't want to rule on this case. We fear for our lives. Now, think about the history of this country through all the mafia trials and everything, right? Yeah. They declared a mistrial the first time ever in a civil Federal lawsuit, civil, not criminal, civil, that a jury was allowed to get out of a trial because they feared for their safety. So that made national media attention right there, you know. And then, uh, you know, they did the, Richard Blumenthal from Connecticut did a big interview about me. Yeah, Gibson was working for us, but yeah, he did some bad things. And, you know, and he lying asshole, you know. And so we had to throw him in there for a little while, right. and, you know, going over the logistics of everything, you know, asshole. And then Lieberman, Senator Lieberman, the guy that ran for vice president with Al Gore. He was, yeah, he yeah. was, he was, he, yeah, he's a corrupt son of a bitch. Let me tell you that right now. We had, I had crap on him and they wouldn't bring it. You know, I, oh, he was a corrupt yeah, he son was, of he a was, bitch. Wasn't he Lindsey Graham's friend? No, he was uh, McCain's friend. Al, Al Gore. No, Al Gore. He ran as vice president. Al Gore? Al Gore. Yeah. Remember huh. in 2000? Senator yeah, Joe Lieberman. Gore, but I, yeah. Yeah. Dirtbag. <laughs> you know, so. Wow. Yeah, Blumenthal, yeah. United States is infested with corrupt people like you just got through describing. I don't know what it would yes. take to get rid of. 
You're right because I worked against it and I tried to clean, tried to break it up and stop it. And the tentacles are so deep and infested, like you just said. And and yeah. what did what do they do to people that try to expose it or if they come across the wrong information, they sell you out. Then the guys you're working for, they're they're corrupt too, probably. So it's hard to find somebody who's honest, who's really, really, you know, that's genuine. I mean, I thought mm-hmm. the guy I was Absolutely. working with, the intelligence officer, I thought the, the gang intelligence officer I was working with was my friend. I thought we had a good partnership, and he was protecting me, and he didn't. He sold me out, man, you know, and that's why I almost died in there, you know. That was the first murder attempt. The second one was years later, but on the streets. But, you know, I mean, when they slashed my throat open the first time, you know, like, it was a setup job. Damn. You know, I told, you know, I told them the contract's uh-huh. out on me. The Terminators put a hit out on me. Uh, you know, and uh, they'd move three of them out and leave one behind. Come on, man. Why would you move three and not leave, bring, get out the fourth guy? You know what I mean? Why would you leave yeah. three? Why would you yeah. move three and leave the one guy behind the guy? Why would you leave one? So I'm thinking all four are moved out, and the guy sneaks me, comes up behind me, slashes my throat open. You know, 16 staples. Well, took, uh, my, if, I didn't, if I didn't lean forward, I, see, I was getting ready to call the uh, my 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 guy. You know, because I had a, the prison phones. I had a direct number to his office, or you know, cause they didn't have uh-huh. cell phones back then like they did do today. And I had a direct line to his office, so I was checking in to see if they moved the four guys out. So I'm leaning forward, and once I leaned forward, that's when the son of a bitch came up behind me and got me. And he struck me in the back of, back, back of my neck on the side and rubbed then with a surgical blade. Cut my neck half inch deep all the way around to my side and the back. And uh, came within a centimeter, centimeter of my jugular, or I'd be dead today. You know, and it, it's still, you know, I just think about that and, you know, just... It just, uh, you know, thoughts go through my head, and I don't know. It's, it's but rough, you know, man. Joe, uh, <clears throat> that would be one method that I would like to try, and that's to take two or three of them and publicly execute them. Right out there where everybody yeah, It's found guilty, yeah. I got another caller here, too, but, but yeah. Um, yeah, well, found guilty, if they get a trial, you're right. A public execution, hang from a tree, you know, or something, right? Yeah, you're right, Bianca, yeah. And that's how you'd stop a lot of corruption, too, because they fear fear that. Go ahead, private caller. Greetings. This is Brother Warren, host of New Orleans Week, uh, the hottest show on Blog Talk. How's everybody there doing? He is. Oh, boy. How you doing? Oh, God. Um, um, uh, if, if, I didn't have to, if I didn't have to eat or sleep, I'd be broadcasting all day, but I got to eat and sleep. I understand. Uh-huh. So what's on your mind? Real quick oh, no, here. I was just listening to the conversation there, and I was just, uh, after having chimed in on Sally's show, I was just sharing with uh, Nathan and all the people on Sally's show how people are pretty much diverted to small-time issues and don't see what the bigger picture is and are diverted by uh, what I call uh, tribal politics. Everybody's in their little corner in identity and not seeing how they're being ripped off. Well, don't 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 they don't they do that purposely by isolating us and then singling us out and then eliminating us too? That's what they did to me, well, in a way. Well, well, I was listening to that part. I had tuned in with that part. I don't. I didn't get the full context of you being cut open or nothing like that. I didn't know you was a gangster or anything like that. <laughs> I, I, is, there a Netflix, is there a Netflix movie about you on there or something? Oh, uh, boy. They should make, it, they should oh, make yeah. a movie about me. There's a book written about me, though. 
Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, what's the name of the book? And Behind the Walls by Joel I'll read it, I'll read it and write it on interviews. Behind the Walls. H-O-G-N-E-T-T. Yep, on Amazon. Google it, and it'll be there. Behind the Walls by Joel Hodgnick. Oh, behind the Walls. Yeah, but you got to put the yeah, by Joel Hodgnick. I'm looking like, at the reviews my... now. Yeah. yeah. Wait, let me well, go yeah, on yeah, I got now. some assholes yeah, up there. Yeah, I got a couple idiots in there that really want to write stupid crap, but... You know. you know what it says? Yeah, they got, you know what it says? On one of the reviews, it says, the first part of the book, effectively, Joe's story was interesting and quite gripping. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. <laughs> Any other good reviews or bad reviews? I really, never really looked at them. I try to... Um, really I don't know. Uh, let me see. Ba, 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 ba. Is it by Cameron uh, Myers? No. No, Joel H O D N E T T. Joel Hardy, mm-hmm. you got to put that, otherwise you'll get other every other behind the wall book up there. It's a, it's a, it, the guy who wrote it. He was a college kid, and he asked me permission. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, after telling the story one night, I was sitting at a bar, you know, and I said, and, and uh, you know, and the girl I was dating, she goes, tell him your story, you know, and uh, so." I said, all right. So we're drinking. I came. He's like, oh my god. He goes, well, I'm a writer. He goes, can I write a, write a book about this? And I said, yeah, go ahead. So you know, I gave him the transcripts and everything, and you know, he didn't do it too good of a job, I think, in the book. He kind wait, wait, of he ended up Joe? getting married. Huh? What's his name again? Behind the, uh, the walls. Behind uh-huh. the walls. Hodnett. H O D N E T T. Yeah, Joel Hodnett. Joel Hodnett. You gotta say you gotta put by Joel Hodnett, otherwise you'll get every other behind the walls there is. I got it. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got, got it. a picture of a crown. Yeah, you, you yeah, got a, yeah, got a few bad reviews, a few good ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't get any money from the damn thing anyway. I don't get paid from the sales. <laughs> oh, so, I never got any royalty checks from it. But they should make a movie out of it. That's what I've been told anyway. You know. But, uh, Why not? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get the book. I'm gonna would... get the book and read it. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna invite you on my show uh, as a guest uh, uh, about the book. There, I'm gonna have to get it and read it. There, there you go. There you go. That's a good idea, Warren. There you go. You are there. Well, that's what I do on yeah. my shows. My, my show is informative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Warren. But only this time we have to pick up the phone, you know, because I was here today. You didn't pick up. I did. I twice. Yeah, he I went back to you. Yeah. I went back to you. Didn't say yeah. nothing when I went back to you. I didn't say anything. You didn't. But you, you enjoyed me. the class, though. You enjoyed the class. I was only there for the last uh, twenty minutes, so I'm glad I oh, missed the Oh, you was taught it. You was taught it. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 episode that episode was called Systemic Racism 101: A Course for White Conservatives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, that's your major thing. Yeah. It's always about how conservatives are all racist and don't know what's the the real yeah. story that's going on, and they. Story worn. The liberals don't take any of the blame, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I know, but but uh, uh, and conservatives yeah, are know, very, um, very tunnel vision and all of that, you know. Conservatives yeah. only don't. They don't look at the unions. They don't look at the wages. They don't look at the. Uh, uh, the poverty. Well, actually, we do, Warren. Well, I'm not a conservative. The conservatives do, and the libertarians do. We try to find out solutions for those people called the free market, so that people can actually make a good living in life, 
do and perform and um, and ascribe to and reach their goals in life. Nothing wrong with uh, well, I don't. I'm not a I'm not a God fearing man, but nothing wrong with God, country, and um, you know the Second Amendment. <laughs> you know that and freedom. Yeah, well, if anybody wants a copy of the book, I got a few copies here. I can send you a copy if you want. I mean, you know, anybody who can't afford it, buy it online. You know, you know, send you a copy. Well, you you can get it free online um, if you're part of uh, Amazon's Kindle program, which I'm not. Oh, because uh, everything oh, okay. is everything is always later on. You got to pay a price for it. <laughs> Nothing is yeah. free. Yeah, I didn't know you didn't know that about me, Joe. Though I didn't know you didn't know that, but I thought I covered that. You never talked shows, about it, Joe. Yeah, maybe I didn't. I've been going to your show really for like, how long you know. now? Almost a year. You never talked about it. Yeah, well, it's you know, it's part of you know. I'm not really proud of that part of my past. I mean, you know, he, he you know, I was a, you know, I infiltrated a gang, became president of the gang, and you know, and I, I you know, it's, it's, it was a rough, it was rough. It was a very, very rough period of my time in my life. I got kicked out of the military. Uh, you know, I mean, I made some bad decisions. I mean, you know, it's, I was young and. And uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I can see how people make the wrongest. That's why I'm so in tune with the people is when they make that mistakes, you know, where people get jammed up in life. Yeah. So, you know, I understand. I understand how easy it is to make a mistake and get put into that type of life, you know. And, it, and it's, There's a it's, show that comes really on every continue. day just about, it's, it, and it's about that. It's about incarcerated. It's a woman who has her son behind bars, and she's been talking about how the incarcerated need to be rehabilitated how the American people have to wake up to, uh, uh, you know, to people and their mental health issues in prison. I've been on a show uh, several times, and I've agreed that bad. the American people have to wake up to the fact that when people get out of prison, especially if they've, been, if they've suffered in prison, if they've gone to what you call segregation, you know, the layman know, in uh, terms of the, um, the whole, no, well, not the whole, but, you know, solitary. Yeah, I know. That the, yep. You know, when people come out, they don't have a job, they don't have a contact. They have to have a network that's effective so that they can be they rehabilitated and reintegrated. Yeah. Into this. yeah. So I'm yep. all with it. She, the name, her, her name is Laura. What do you oh, do, Joe? God. Tell me something. You're an inmate, right? Let's say you spent 15 years in there, okay? And oh, don't what ask. Do you I, I would have killed somebody or been killed. I would have been I would have been killed yeah. or killed somebody. You know, but what do you do though? What's to just say, for instance, what does a human being do if he doesn't have family, doesn't have a wife or kids or anything out oh, there, I see what and you just mean. gets yeah. out? Yeah. What do you do? You got to rob. You got to cheat. You got to steal. I mean, you don't know what to do. You're out there. You don't know what to. You know, where do you go? I mean, well, if you're, yeah, yeah, there should be mentorship programs, which she talks about, and um, you know, which I'm sure that you probably agree with. That if you're a young man uh, or a young woman and you have nothing but idle time, you have to have somebody that will lead you on the right path towards the right goals. Otherwise, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And there's a lot. And see, the the prisons have gone through a big change over the years. And you see, back when – and I'm not saying this is a good thing because people say, well, you see how wild they were, Joe? And then they locked them down and got control. Well – yeah, they locked them down, but they did. But the control was not rehabilitative. But now they got them locked down, and they're just warehoused. And that drives people. See, when I was in there, they were like yeah. Indians, Indians running wild. You know, I mean, I was in a Carl Robinson in Enfield, Connecticut, and there was 1,200 inmates in the rec yard. 
all at it at one time, you know, and, and we had seven different gangs, you know, so we're all, you know, and, you know, and when the riot broke out in 1994, in July of 1994, it was like that scene from Braveheart, you know, and, you know, literally, I mean, everybody, <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. you know, charging each other, and it was crazy, you know, yeah. and uh, see, Joe, was. But see, Joe, everything you're saying, this is what the Republicans have fought against, having programs to address those who've been released from prison, so on and so forth. That's and then those true. people That's who have addic- those people that have advocated, advocated for them and stuff are called liberals and so on and so forth. So yeah. you know, no, everything- that's not true, That's not true, man. The liberals, the Democratic Party is the worst at supplying the needed programming base that people are are, are needed to rehabilitate. I mean, just look at you know, it's just terrible. I no, know I'm how not they saying, go about it. And, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying the Democrats any better, but what I'm saying the Republicans definitely don't have a don't have a, 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 an agenda to address that. Now, when you look at people that vote Democrat, people who are in the Democrat Party that work with uh, uh, people who were convicted and trying to get those are the people who are pushed away, particularly by conservative politicians. It just so happened that those people that work for prison reform and advocate for rights for convicted felons when they come out of jail happen to vote Democrat. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying the Democratic okay. Party has addressed right. that. I'm saying that those people mm-hmm. that work with those issues do not see the Republican and conservative agenda being sensitive to everything you just said. I believe full wholeheartedly that the entire prison industrial complex needs to be ripped apart and and start anew. I believe the system of punishing people and locking them up in concrete boxes is something from the 1800s, and in today's society, people, it doesn't Michelle work. It doesn't rehabilitate. There's an author named Michelle Alexander with a book called The New Jim Crow. She focuses on how the locking people up, disproportionately black people, produces another form of Jim Crow because when they get out, they don't have any kind of rights. Many places they can't vote. So that's what she that's right. look up Michelle Alexander. She wrote yeah, a book called right, The New Jim Crow. Listen, when the, when you finish your sentence, that's it. They should not have no stigma left unless you're on probation or parole. I mean, you finish your sentence, you discharge. That's it. You're free and clear. You should get a fresh start. You know. I mean, I agree. That. I agree. But they don't. But you got conservative people like your buddy, like your buddy on the phone line, conservative people who say hell with that. I like to hear what they got to say about what you said about that. You, you know what, Joe? Here's the problem with that. Uh, what they should do is rehabilitate those people that's in prison before you start letting these illegals into the country, coming in the illegal way. Well, that's right. I agree. But that's still not going to solve our problem with the prisons, though. We still got to change the prison policy. But yeah, you're right. We need, we need to fix our own people first before we start letting more people in here. So, so Joe, you know, I see your place. For Joe, I see your place on panel discussions with many black people, with many groups that talk about this. That's where you need to be, not with no conservative people. Well, now he's trying to recruit you away from the conservatives. Joe got a got a true experience. Joe has a true real life experience, but because he he didn't know who to turn to when he was released from prison, he's influenced by the wrong crowd. And what I'm saying, he needs to be up there going around okay, to different well. forums. He needs to be on BET and these things talking about that from the standpoint of a white person. 
That's how you well, make change on the ground where we consolidate our common issues and, and, and how we're going to bring together. How's that going to bring people together if I'm not part of, if I isolate myself from uh, the conservative uh, group and, 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 and join because just the liberal group? group you know? The conservative perspective is lock them up, shoot them on site, no. execute them oh, without any trial. That's the conservative oh, group. <laughs> I don't think many of you. No, I tell you that. one thing though, Joe. Uh, I uh, I hired people on merit, and if I got yeah. a young a young student that went to school and walked straight and narrow, got good grades and so forth, well, you got to hire them. They done everything that you asked them to do. Yeah, you right. can't be putting others in front of them, right? That's right. I agree, one hundred percent. You're absolutely correct. The most qualified should get to. No, you know, you should never bend the rules in favor of anyone, one group. I mean, you, you know, whoever the best is for the qualified position, and that's who it should be, no matter who they are. Joe, Joe, let me, from, let, me, not let me tell you something, Joe. Let me tell you something, Joe, because I'm going to do a show on this. Do you know when you study the Ivy League school in affirmative action, you know who gets affirmative action? Legacy students. You know, who legacy student, you know who legacy students are? That's those students whose daddy went to Harvard, grandfather, uncle, and they're not qualified. They just get in because of that connection. And those are overwhelmingly white students. So that's mm-hmm. hypocrisy mm-hmm. on the part of conservatives to talk about marriage okay. when they know good and well a whole lot of people get to where they got with no damn marriage. They know that. Yeah, that that does happen. Yes, it does happen, and it does happen in a lot in the white community. Yes, but it, but it does happen so, in the black community too. You know, and this is a problem. Well, you know, so no, no, when we talk about when we here's talk the, about these Ivy League schools, these these big tech schools or Ivy League schools, the numbers. I got the numbers. The numbers are the people who get the affirmative action are the white students who have connection at that school. That's Why in the prisons? And, and, then? Why in the prisons? Right? Why in the prisons do everyone does everyone? Because there's nothing there now where society's out of the question. Why does everyone identify along racial lines? Automatically. In, ter- in terms of what? It, it, in terms no of what? Anything. You sit with the whites, and the Hispanics sit with the Hispanics, and the blacks sit with the blacks. And there's no mixing at all. You know. Well, well, why prison is well, see, I can't. I, I've never been to jail, so I can't, I can't answer that one. But I will. I will say that because prison is a re- people in prison are a reflection of the larger society, so they bring those things into the prison. I, I would assume that would be a logical conclusion with that. They bring that, and then your prison guards and your wardens, they have those attitudes, so they enforce reinforce that type of situation that you have in the greater society within the prison walls. You know, Angola. Well, is the no, big not thing. really. When you when you when they say inmate so and so, you're going to B block to live. You know, when you first enter the prison, mm-hmm. they don't say, "Well, he's white, so he's going to live with a white guy." No, you know, they they throw you right in with anybody. And then when you're in there, you say, "Hey, I want to live with John so and so, or I want to live with uh, Tony so and so." You know, I don't want to live with this guy because I'm not going to get along with him because he's black or because he's white or whatever. They automatically well, I mean, do people, that. Well, well, that's like in college at a dorm. You sh- now you should be allowed to to be live with who you're comfortable with. I don't see nothing wrong with that. So okay, well, why are you comfortable the same with county, this, Why would you if, be? You know, you, why not? Who's who? Just, why not just get him out of the If you got two guys come from Bug Tussle, Mississippi, 
they should, they, they, I don't see nothing wrong with them being roommates because they're going to be familiar with each other, so on and so forth. But what I want, but what I want to see is I do see every day when I travel the country or even in my city, I do see the plight of many white people, poor whites, white people on drugs. I do see that. And it is bad. Yeah, that's true. Because, look, let me tell you, it's bad because coming up as a black person, you know, whites always had stuff. So when we see poor whites, that's really bad. <laughs> that's really bad. You know what I'm saying? We know times are bad mm-hmm. when you see when you see whites down and out. But, you know, it's it's the gutting and the deindustrialization of this country where the elite, the capitalist elite that the conservatives support because they wanna say they wanna save money and want more profits and not much on wages, sent the jobs overseas and gutted these these cities and these towns gutted them. Well, I found that you know, that the you know, Joe, uh, is the thing. I hear that. Black I hear that. You know, government send no jobs overseas. Those are business people who seen opportunity and they took advantage <laughs> of it. <laughs> and you know, when my kids, when my yeah. kids went to, when my kids uh, went to college, uh, my last sibling he he uh, roomed with a white, another white male. Plus, he only had to do it the first year, which was required. But, uh, yeah. Now, why did they make it required? You see, that's wrong, too. Who are they to no, force No, no, it's required. Course. It's required. Let me explain. It's required that your first year you have to stay on in a dorm on campus. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It doesn't have to be with you. For the familiarization. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that's Joe, true, you know, I guess. Hey, Joe, you did you ever see the um, the series Six Days In, um, Sixty Days In? Yeah, yeah, I've seen some of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's uh, it, that's a county deal, pretty much a county scene, and I yeah. think a little bit of it is is it's picked and selected. I, I that's not that's it nothing is. like the jails I was in, you know. Uh, Nothing like the jails I was in. I mean, the ones I were in were were the towers of hell. I mean, that was just really bad. Yeah. I mean, I, well, one, yeah, of, one of the worst really prisons, one of the worst ones is supposed to be right here in my state, Angola. And said Angola's no Yeah, I heard of that one. I, I heard the legends yeah. are uh, Lewisburg. Lewisburg's a legend. Lompoc, uh, Pelican Bay, Rikers Island. Those are the legends in the, within the system that, you know, Walpole, you know, that are really bad. They hear, you hear horror stories coming out of there, you know. And, uh, you know, the one I was in, Northern, that was a bad one. You know, that they were, Death Row was right, you know, right adjacent to my cell block. So, you know, uh, mm. they had Michael Ross, a serial killer. Uh, a couple of them, they, they executed him, actually, when I was in there. So, uh, Michael Ross, serial killer. Now, where was so, Whitey uh, Bulger? That, where was Whitey Bulger? Oh, he was up in. Uh, oh wow, where did he go again? I think he went to Rikers. I'm not sure. Where did he? He went someplace, no, but they killed he him. Yeah. Did he get? He, did they murder him in the yeah. prison? He got killed. Huh? Yeah, they killed him. Yeah, I thought he was in Connecticut. I thought I thought he was in Connecticut or something. No, he's Boston. He's from Boston. Whitey Bulger. I heard of him on the streets. They, they, they. Uh, oh. I remember the Columbos and everybody in the. Yeah, that was the Irish Mafia connection up there. Hell's Kitchen, all that crap. So, you know, but that was, that's a real thing, though. I mean, it's, it was serious. I mean, my dealings with the Columbos, I remember, <clears throat> I remember uh, dealing with them and, uh, and all with Joe Columbo. He was, you know, a notorious name. 
Nicky Scarfo, uh, oh boy, I remember Joe Pistone when he infiltrated the uh, I think it was the Oh, I watched Sonny Brasco last night again. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. Pistone, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's not really how it went down, though, Joe. That's not the true story of really how oh, that no? went down, from what I understand. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a really oh. made up. Sonny Black and Lefty, uh, Lefty Two Guns. Yeah, he was he was a real character, Lefty, and they they killed Sonny Black. Actually, they chopped his hands off and buried him in a park. You know, Sonny mm. Black. Yeah, yeah, and Carmine Gamonte and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Now wow. I tell you, I, the memory. mafia boss, the mafia boss we had here was Carlos Marcellus. Now, Carlos Marcellus was supposed to be one of the guys that allegedly plotted the assassination of, of JFK. I, really? I have a sister. Yeah, yeah, him. Carlos Marcellus, yeah, because he, he, yeah, he was the mafia boss in New Orleans. And so, yeah, he, he uh, supposedly was one of the guys to have sat down with some of the other family heads to, uh, to plot the assassination. Oh, I heard I heard uh, Hoffa had a lot to do with that. Hoffa, the labor unions, and uh, stuff like that. I mean, still to this day, they don't know where Hoffa is. You know? Well, that movie, The Irishman, goes into that because that that guy Sherhan Sherhan claims, according to the movie, it was based off the book. He claimed he was the one that popped uh, Hoffa. Uh, Jim killed Jimmy Hoffa. You seen the movie The Irishman on Netflix? No, I heard of it. I heard oh, of it. But, yeah, yeah, you know, it oh, yeah. Oh, that movie, Three Hours. That, that's a good, that's a damn good movie. That movie, Three Hours. That's a good movie. Really? Yeah, it's based it off this guy you know. named Sheerhan. Sheerhan was, uh, he was friends with this mafia family, and then he he got close to Jimmy Hoffa, and he was over a local, but eventually he was the one chosen to take out. Now, he supported Concestius to a journalist when he was in a home before his death. So a book was written about really? that. So the movie is based off the book. Yeah, I remember always hearing about the guys on the streets. I remember because uh, uh, Pablo Escobar was that was the down downing of him in the early nineties, and uh, you know that back George Young that flew that he used to fly for him, and uh, what the hell that other guy that infiltrated that they killed. Uh, man, I forgot the hell was his name, the CIA agent. Oh Lord, I forgot his name. Oh man, he had played he played in that movie American Me with Tom Cruise. And a CIA guy, mm-hmm. uh, they killed him. He was flying the uh, the, the uh, cocaine into the country for the government, uh, for Noriega and everything. Oh, Lord, I forgot his mm-hmm. name, man. Nicholas uh, Cage? Ni- Nicholas Cage? No, no. Nicholas Cage is an actor, but uh, I forgot yeah. the guy. What oh, the you're heck talking was about the real name, guy? Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, the real guy. He was a CIA agent, yo. I forgot his name, man. Oh, uh, I don't oh, man. I'm going to find out. Let me see so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he was. Uh, but that was that. That Norman Cage was a real island. I remember. I remember they were they were, uh, you know, talking about that the uh, the ATF and the DEA and everything. I remember. Yeah, I just remember conversations about it. You know, and and stuff like that. Mm. You know, do you know anything about this guy? This guy, that guy. You know, and they, you know, names would come up. You know, when you hear stuff. You yeah. know, I remember three murder attempts. I stopped. I remember Frankie Estrada and that crew and uh, uh, Barry Seal. That's his name, Barry Seal. Remember Barry Seal? Barry yeah, Seal. Barry Seal. Uh, yep, mm. Barry Seal, American Made. That was the movie. That's a good movie right there. He was, he's, uh, he was, uh, worked for Pablo Escobar and uh, Carlos Delgado and and uh, George Young was involved in that. George Young, he he died recently actually. He finally got out of jail and uh, that movie Blow. Remember that movie Joe? Remember that movie Blow with Johnny Depp? 
Mm, I didn't see it. No. Uh-uh. You didn't see that? You never saw that one? That was Johnny Depp? Nope. But Johnny uh, Depp, uh, the movie Blow, that was a good, <laughs> that was a good movie. But, uh, well, how about, well, everybody saw Goodfellas. Everyone knows that one. That was the Nicky. Yeah. Saw, oh, yeah, Goodfellas was, so good. was yeah. really good. Goodfellas was really yeah. good. Yeah. Henry Hill? Yeah, he was oh, Henry he Hill, 2004. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how they yeah, how they clipped Joe Pesci in the movie? They got him. They got him yeah. to think that he was going to be a made man, and then all of a sudden he yeah. walks in, he realizes there's nobody there. He goes, "Oh no!" Then they go, oh. "Nah." <laughs> now nah, back back in '86, I was in. I was actually visiting one of my aunts living in New York back around Christmas of '86. And I was there when the Paul Castellano got killed. I think he got killed in New York, if I'm not mistaken. Big yeah, Paul. Mark, he got Mark, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was at the steakhouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I was there visiting Lano. my aunt. Yeah. yeah. It was such he a got vacuum, killed by a vacuum of power. Yeah. All the money and everything that was flying around back then, and there was such a vacuum of power at that time. It was insane. I mean, every, you felt it all around, but the real biggest one was uh, – uh, the guy that came was doing the gas station stings or whatever. He was burning the gas attacks. Oh, I forgot his name. He was a uh, uh, mafia guy. Uh, he's still around to this day, actually. He turned in state's witnesses. He testified, but uh, he, he did the gas tax. Made over a close to they say close to a billion dollars. I know it, and I know that's where he still he still got money. But uh, it was a guy. It was a scam with the gas pumps. You know the gas distributors, and then mm. they would scam. They were scamming the gas tax and everything, and it was a really good lucrative scam. It was all legal too. Mm. What's that? Mm. But but I want to go to a point that was made when when American businesses like what happened to this country, send the jobs overseas and have gotten tax breaks from the government, they shouldn't be allowed to do that if they were given special perks and tax breaks by the government. To because they want to cut overhead through salaries and pay cheap labor, they shouldn't. Well, well why? They, You're free to run your business anywhere you want. I mean, well, if you want well, to pack your you, bags you and should, move. Yeah, but you should you should pay the government back for the breaks that you receive for operating your business. If you're going to if you're unemployed, if you're going to contribute to the unemployment in the country, that's not patriotic. That's not a patriot. Well, nobody says you have to be patriotic in America now. There's no well, law. I mean, come on. Yeah. Is, is that what the complaint <laughs> is by conservatives? Nobody, nobody loves America anymore. Well, the we, business the as I know, the business, anybody who lays off is patriotic. Come yeah, on. I know. Come on. If you are, if you are a corporation, in fact, I was reading. Uh, what's the name of this defense well, contractor that Lloyd Austin come from? What's the name of the defense contractor Lloyd Austin? What board Lloyd Austin sent on a uh, defense contractor? Uh, this this company that Lloyd Austin sat on the board is they make weapons. They made a statement that Raytheon. That's right. They made a statement that there's no way the U.S. could decouple from China. Because all they damn distributors and everything is all in China. Well, that's, that's, what, a major, that's what a major U.S. That's what a major U.S. Uh, weapons manufacturer has said why the U.S. can't decouple from well, China. You know, all you got to do is read uh, the book uh, "War Is a Racket." All, almost all wars are done as a result of making the rich richer, the uh, the greedy, the psychopathic uh, people. But yes, a bucket yeah. of Smitley. 
Yeah. Before yeah, any rent. U.S. country, before any U.S. company like a Boeing or a Raytheon can sell to an adversary, they have to get permission. They just don't up and do it themselves. But I know a lot of, I know several businesses that had no ties with the government went over and started manufacturing in China. Well, let's well, talk about China. The most popular theories of uh, consciousness. Hang on here. Here we go. We have the China's this now. They just made a deal. With, they're making deals with Africa. The belt, the belt symbol and everything. This is like I was just reading that belt earlier. Belt initiative. Belt and road initiative. Yeah, yes. Yeah. China develops unique cooperation model with Africa, and uh, they they got the uh, they say strategic. China's economy can no longer be sustained by low end manufacturing exports. Beijing is seeking to increase its overseas sales of railway equipment and infrastructure by funding and encouraging rail projects worldwide. China hopes to stimulate global markets. Beijing's investment in Latin America is part of this plan. China is uh, uh, diversifying its trade routes, especially in the uh, near abroad through with what, what is known as the Belt and Road Initiative. Yeah, so it's just it's just China, to, and and you're talking about capitalism now. This is what China is trying to do, and what they're going to do is they're invading but, but countries Joe, of but Africa. Joe, but Joe, look at the beauty of this. They're not going around giving other people weapons to instigate fights like the United States is doing. They're and why do you going think they're going over there? They're actually they're actually investing in building things in countries. That is peace. Oh, That's yeah, just for the betterment, right? Pardon? Uh, except that, uh, from what African I understand, country. in Africa, the the only laborers that can labor in a um, Chinese-funded or Chinese um, infrastructure are Chinese people, not the I have, I have I have seen with my own eyes what Chinese have and are doing on the African continent. I've seen the bridges. Yeah, I know what they're doing. I've seen the, the buildings. Scientific I've seen the hospitals. The over there. I've seen that. I've seen that, and the African people are grateful for that type of cooperation as opposed to the U.S., Western Europe, with the IMF and the monetary fund that puts them in debt and tells them they can't grow food for themselves. They can't be food independent. That's their toll. They're literally told that kind of stuff in order to get those loans. The U.S. wants countries dependent on it. You can't anybody amongst the four of us wants to go over and start farming, they could do it in those countries. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I, I'm well, America, pro-America. I believe in the republic. I believe in uh, uh, freedom. You know, and, and I believe friends with all, alliances with none, like George Washington said. But with the foreign policy, and, and look, with the Federal Reserve, too, I'm against the Federal Reserve. Technically, I think it's a dishonest practicing of money and lending. And it's dishonest. It's wrong. It's thievery. It's theft. But when you got an entire planet and its world's population reliant upon it, it's kind of hard to break away from that system without systematically doing it without pain. You know, the pain will be devastating for generations for us to fix the problem. We got into this mess for over many, many years of problematic making and uh, meddling in other people's affairs. It's just not going to be fixed overnight. You know, it has to be, it has to be a, a, an approach by the masses of the people all agreeing morally 
on a moral foundation structure that's going to work for the betterment of our people in America. And I just don't see that happening. I'm going to fight for it, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Look, look, look what Greg Hayes, Greg Hayes is the chief executive of Raytheon, and this is what he said. The company has several thousand suppliers in China, and decoupling is impossible. Quote, we can de-risk but not decouple, adding that he believes this to be the case for everybody. So this idea that the United States is going to break ties with China and trying to get European countries, which European countries are pushing back against the U.S. France is one of them. Oh. Germany is another. And they're saying, look, oh, yeah. uh-uh, wait a minute. You done, already, you done already screwed us with Russia now. You done got us to cut with Russia now, but we ain't going to do it with China. Well, they Germany and France ain't nothing. They, they, well, their populations don't create nothing. They're they're a they're a tiny little country, European country that still needs to lick our boots. Germany, Germany was in Germany, but Germany was the industrial powerhouse of Europe, and now Germany's yeah. industries and stuff yeah. is closing because it, it 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 can't import oil from Russia, its neighbor, which is a cheap, and have to try to import liquid natural gas from the United States which is going to be way more expensive. So you actually wow. have some German companies or uh, manufacturers are closing. Israel. Israel has just United States, lots of uh, United States manufacturers could get everything they want from the United States and nothing from China if they wanted to. The financial sector, the financial capitalists don't want to invest in the machinery and the I construction. I used to do projects for Anheuser-Busch, and it was in their specification that everything that went into that project, from screws, bolts, nuts, beans, steel, tanks, had to be made in the United States. And they were. Well, before we... Cut it off here tonight. Well, Joe, you want to give an intro here to tomorrow night's show for me? Sure. All right. For those listening, and hopefully it'll spread around the, the BTR universe, tomorrow's show is going to be Joe Gibson's show, Restoring Your Republic, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, going through live till 9 p.m., and then after that will be an archive hour or two. And it'll be about um, getting the Block Talk radio host together so that perhaps, perhaps, hopefully, that we can form a group that will have some kind of clout so that we can do something to restore the uh, the republic so that we can do something for the United States citizens to let people know that they are in the matrix and to provide solutions so that they can get out of the matrix and realize that the people who, both conservatives and liberals, um, are brainwashing them, are lying to them. So this is going to be um, a first real effort. Um, It was Joe Gibson's idea because he talked about it. uh, Well, a lot of people said it, but he had Joe Gibson had said it about three different times, three or two or three weeks in a row. So we're getting together, and that includes Warren, (laughs) uh, to talk about ideas that can help us um, defeat the corruption that both liberals and conservatives the scumbags in, uh, in Congress, the scumbags as mayors, and the scumbags as governors, yeah. hopefully we can defeat them. Yeah. And it's not about defeating, changing the way we are today, you know, because and, and, we're defeating ourselves. 
You know, the power lies within us. I mean, we are the voice. We are the people. And nobody can control us. You know? We have, the, we have a great system here that we can choose to use the right way without lying, cheating, and stealing and hurting our neighbors. And, and, and in the process of doing that, of, uh, of I guess, gaining success. Because everyone wants to reach success and freedom and, and pursue their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, right? But, there's, you know, but there's, you have to do it responsibly, and you have to be accountable for your actions. Today, the government's not accountable to anybody, not even to themselves. And it's got to stop, you know? It's just got to stop. What, what do you think, Bianca, closing thoughts here or anybody here? we got a few minutes left here. We can close out here. We don't have to close out right away, but, you know, just start getting well, ready to wrap it up, closing thoughts. I gave my biggest contribution to the effort when I offered $100 toward the copper. So <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't know one took me up on that. So I <laughs> – I don't know what to you say. You can donate to my cake. You yep. can donate to my campaign. There you go. Donate to my campaign. I need to get that up and running, man. I got. I mean, it's gonna cost money for advertising. You know. I mean. Yep. I. I mean, it's just. It's just. You gotta get the word out. I mean, this guy's got eighty-one thousand dollars in his war chest. The guy I'm running against. You know. You know what I got? You know what? I was on a. Sh- I was on a show earlier today before I came on here, and they've got donors. It was a show about. It's called Intersight Freedom. It's about. Uh, transforming, um, uh, what is it, nursing homes into, um, into self-care activities. Uh, I forget exactly how they, how they term it. And this guy, I didn't know it until today. He has like five or six different spots. So I asked him, how did you get them? And he said, well, he met a few of them and he has a list and he called them up and he talked to them. So that's what, uh, you know, that, that might be something that, uh, we could aim for, you know, yeah. sponsors. Um, remember, my original uh, thought was to, this should be easy. Every talk show host who joins up should go back to their original guests, the guests that they've had on the show, candidates, potential candidates, et cetera, and ask them to join the coalition and ask them if they don't want to join, at least endorse the coalition, and, um, you know, expand the membership that way until we get some clout. Yeah, you're right, Joe. And I appreciate the things uh, you've been doing, Joe, and I know you've been out there talking about my show and, 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 and everything about, you know, since we met, and I do appreciate that. You know, I've, I've, I've tuned into podcast shows, and there you are talking about my show. So, you know, I appreciate that, and, and I would hope everybody else would do that, too, because, you know, I like, look, it's not just about me, but I am running for public office down here, so I do need the support. You know, I need that verbal yeah. recogni- recognition. Uh-huh. And I'm always willing to listen to what the people have to offer and say, how they want change also. You know, we can't take everybody's I, I, idea and implement it. Yeah. I'd like to give my closing remarks before I leave here. Uh, the country is in very, very bad shape. You have a former president indicted. You got a current president who's probably in dementia. We don't know really who's <laughs> calling the shots. He has a scandal with his son that's bubbling. And you have a situation where the United States and whoever's calling the shots is trying to prove it could beat Russia. It's on the verge of trying to have a hot war with Russia. We're on the verge. We're closest to nuclear war that we have ever been. And the United States is trying to prove it's still on top of the world when all the evidence shows 
that's not true. It's dangerous times we live in. Ukraine will not take back the areas that Russia took. The counteroffensive has failed. The people in Washington are very desperate. Lindsey Graham is running around with another congressperson trying to get a resolution passed in the Senate that says if there's any type of nuclear fallout from a, a power plant in Russia, because it shows you what they're planning, that then that should be that should be reason to, to activate Article 5 with NATO. Now, is this just threats? I don't know. But I know one thing. Russia ain't going to lose this. Russia has the best fighting force in Europe. They have over 500,000 men. At least right now they're fighting with 200,000 and another 400,000 on standby. The United States is not ready nor NATO ready to have a combat with Russia. This is bad. We in bad shape. And remember Vietnam? Remember when Lyndon Johnson kept saying, we will win this war, and how they kept expanding and how bad it kept getting? The anti-war left has pretty much been eliminated. They don't want no anti-war left existing after the Vietnam thing. And there's no calm heads talking. No congressperson, nobody wants to go on the record to advocate for peace. It is frightening. And I'm going to say this again. We are, when I was coming up, I can remember the discussion about what to do if there's a nuclear bomb dropped and all that. Nobody's saying anything to anybody. Okay? The idiots in Washington are so crazy, they think they could take on Russia and China at the same time after the people in Afghanistan ran the U.S. out. And we have to come to our senses. So this country is in a big mess. It is ugly what's going on. The corruption is blatant the face. The billionaires that are court and Supreme Court justices, the conservative ones like Clarence Thomas and the other cat, all this corruption that we are told happens in third world countries, Latin American countries and all that, we told corruption, and it's all in our face, blatant in our face, blatant. And nobody, no politicians don't even say what they're going to do to fix the ills of the country. They don't even give you a solution anymore. So they give us little cultural wars to fight with each other, critical race theory, going in the library looking for books to take off. It's insane, you see. And so we're in bad shape. We're on the cusp of nuclear war. Let me say this again. There are no winners in the nuclear confrontation. There are no winners. Either half of the earth going to be destroyed or the whole earth going to be destroyed. If we thought COVID was bad, where we had to lock down and put masks on, imagine what's going to happen when you got nuclear fallout. <laughs> there ain't going to be no masks to take. There ain't going to be no vaccinations. We're going to be a slow, painful death. And everybody, no matter Republican or Democrat, at least we want to say we want to be here to fight each other as conservative leftists and liberals. We should be saying that. So everybody ought to be saying, stop this crap. We're trying to defeat Russia. But that's the mindset. That's the mindset that this country has been about, this American exceptionalism bull crap, and we're supposed to be on top. We're the superior. <clears throat> Nobody can't outdo us. China, how dare you develop yourself, China? How dare you eliminate extreme poverty? 
How dare you have a scientific engineering and medical class? How dare you do all that? That's the attitude. All right there, Mr. Warren. All right, uh, who's next here? Who's, who's anybody? Everybody else? Everybody go? Everybody go? Pianca, Pianca, you went, right? I think Pianca went. Joe went. He had his say. Well, let me have my say real quick. You know, appreciate you guys listening and okay. participating in the podcast. Everybody that participated in the podcast tonight, I appreciate it. Uh, as far as what Mr. Warren there said, look, ever since, I don't disagree too much with what you say, but look, ever since I was born, I know Russia has been our enemy, you know, the opposite of everything we've done. And we've always had, you know, war on our back burner with Russia. We, our military has always been trained to take on Russia. We, our weapons have been designed to wipe out Russia. And as far as the United States on the downfall, probably could be on the downfall, but we've got a long ways to go before we get anywhere near to the levels of China and Russia. We are the most powerful military machine in the planet has ever known or seen. Joe, we even have a space Joe, force. Do you know, Joe, hang do you on, know the hang on, hang on. Wait, let me tell you, Joe, do you know the weapons, the weapons that Ukraine is using are the weapons from the United States, and Russia is That's destroying those damn weapons. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're, 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 they're tearing up those Bradley tanks. They're tearing up the Bradley tanks. They destroyed the Patriot system, missile system. No, Russia no, has no. Russia has hypersonic. The United States don't even have that. Big deal. Big deal. We've got the, our jet, our Raptors. Our Raptors, our jets, uh, those uh, in the Air Force, know, those Raptors Joe, alone the general, are so sophisticated you know, with technology. Joe, do you know behind ahead, the closed Warren, doors the generals, the U.S. generals are saying this shit don't make no sense? Do you know that's, do that's you know what the you generals are finally That's what you hear and see. Let me explain something to you. We had Operation Bluebeam. We had the Harp Towers. We have so much technology that you would not believe. We can create an earthquake over in China right now if we wanted to, okay? There are things that we can do from outer space with our satellites that would blow your mind. Trust me, the technology that we have in this country is so sophisticated and powerful. Why is it not working for the Ukrainians? We're not involved in a war with Ukraine. We're playing they games. There are U.S. military personnel on the ground instructing those Ukrainians how to use that military hardware. They are there. Okay. Well, we're not the, giving the, them the heart the, power. The weapons, we're not giving the, the weapons, key to our the back weapons door. are NATO weapons. Russia is is actually You think the United States is close to NATO, what we have? Do you think the world knows what we have? You think we'd be the, foolish enough to the do United that? States, if the United States thought it could defeat Russia, it would have been dealt our with. You got run out of our Navy. You got run you out of our Navy. <laughs> You're not listening. The destroyers, the Navy that we have, the, 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 the you don't have man. a clue. The, the, the submarines movies, we have. Man. You're not listening. The satellite, the satellite, listen, you're not listening. You don't understand. I've speak Russia to has all of that, too, sir. Russia has all, all of that. Do you, know the United States, do you know the United States couldn't even manufacture the weaponry that Russia could do 24-70 doing right now? You're not paying attention. Listen, no. Russia doesn't have anything compared to what the United States has. Nothing compared to what the United States has. I bet you Russia ain't going to let that territory they got up. I bet you, that's not, I bet you they ain't giving that up. I bet if you we put our military on the ground, up. listen, listen to me one second, listen. 
When we put our boots on the ground in Desert Storm, look what we did over there in Iraq. Now, compare that to Ukraine and Russia. Russia is not Iraq. Joe, Russia is a peer competitor. It's a nuclear power. What are you talking about? I'm talking about I'm talking about Iraq when we went in in Iraq and Russia, Russia is comparing not to Iraq. Ukraine. Russia no, is but not Ukraine Iraq. Is. Iraq had the fifth largest military in the world. What are you talking about? Iraq <laughs> had the fifth is largest nuclear, military in the world. Russia is a nuclear power, sir. So what? So what? What you mean? So they what? would never get those. They, 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 they have they have nuclear warheads that can hit San Francisco. And guess what? Guess what? As soon as the guy turned the key, we'd shut the off switch. Click. And they wouldn't even do it, and they wouldn't know what hit them, okay? Don't you think we do it? Everything's been thought of. There's going to be no nuclear war with Russia, with the United States. I assure you of that. Okay? You think Israel's got an iron dome? You haven't seen our FBI. We can do it after. Listen, you're not listening to me. You you don't understand. We can shoot more than eighty percent of what they have out of this out of the solar system before it even got up into directory lanes to go towards Joe, us. Okay? Joe, the US at this point, the US has lost in Ukraine. What okay. are you talking about? You keep bringing up the United States like we're some weak third world country. We have the most powerful military ten times over than any other country in the world. Okay. And China's, okay. China's 10 to 20 years behind us in military okay. capabilities and technological. Okay. The only thing they have as close is a Navy, and that's because their fleet and the size of their fleet. But the technological uh, aspects of their destroyers and their aircraft carriers compared to us, no way, man. It does not hold water. I'm telling you right now. You're I not, spoke but, to people listen, in the Navy. You're not, you're not speaking, but you're not speaking with any, 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 any uh, how should I say, rationale. Neither are you. Wins. You're dealing in hypothetical. You're dealing in scenarios that are not going to play out. Let me ask you a question. Who, who wins in the nuclear confrontation? Who are the winners? What what kind of question is that? We've never had a nuclear war, so how can we even go? How we've never we had a nuclear war. So, but because of what we know, but because of what we know about nuclear weapons and warheads and what they carry, we wouldn't do it. We wouldn't do it. There would not be a nuclear war because it would wipe out half the planet. It would wipe out more than half. Okay, the planet. wait, 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 wait. So you think? Hold on, hold on. So you think Russia gonna let the U.S. take their territory without them using their nukes? Do you think Russia would even? Don't you think? Do you think the United States would they give them an opportunity to launch their the only time they have said they, they have they have a statement, and the U.S. has a statement too when they use their nukes. They have some okay, sort of principles and protocols. Listen to me, listen but to the me point one is second. When the nukes, here's what the point: when the nukes fly, you're not listening. You're not listening at all. If Russia, let's just say Russia wants to launch a nuclear strike against the United States. Let's just say mm-hmm. it's been provoked and they're going to launch it. Before the words even come out of Putin's mouth or the people that are authorizing the people to launch those missiles, we already know about it. Okay? That's okay. how sophisticated our technology is. All right? Okay. What does that mean, Joe? What does that mean? It means we would you shut know it about down it, before so therefore, it even how happens. You gonna stop, how are you going to stop the missiles from landing in the U.S.? How are you going to stop that? 
They won't even come out of the. They won't even come out. Right. I don't okay, even understand you. what All you're right. talking about. What do you mean? You really okay. think Russia could launch a nuclear missile and it would land over here in the United States? You really think we would let that happen? What type? What, on what basis would I not believe that? On what basis would I not believe that? Well, I mean, if you look I'm looking, at them, we're watching, we're watching, we're seeing what they're doing, look, we're seeing what they're doing to U.S. military hardware in Ukraine. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yes, we what are. are they destroyed the, they destroyed the country. What did they destroy in, in Ukraine? What did they destroy? They're what? All of the, they're destroying 30 to 40 percent of the weaponry that the U.S gives Ukraine. And the what tank, what what, what the, weapons are that? What weapons did they destroy? The Brad, the Bradley the Bradley tanks, the Patriot the missile Bradley system. Tank? We have US the Patriot, Abrams tanks. The Patriot what are you missile about? systems? What? The Patriot missile systems. What are you talking the about? The Patriot the 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 Patriot you're not familiar with the Patriot missile system? That's supposed to intercept Missiles? What are you talking you know about? What, are, what did they destroy? They destroyed the, the hardware that the U.S. is sending to Ukrainians. That's not a question. That's not an answer. What did they destroy? What's hardware? What did they destroy? I'm telling you the different things such as the tanks, the various types of what missiles. What tanks did they destroy, uh, Warren? What Bradley, tanks? Bradley tanks. Bradley tanks. There's no such thing as a Bradley tank. We don't have a Bradley tank. What are you talking about? Okay. All right. Okay. We have a U.S. Okay. Abrams tank. That's what we have. We okay. have a U.S. Abrams tank. The, the, the hardware that the U.S. and other NATO countries send to Ukraine are being destroyed. What hardware are you okay. talking about, though? What are you the talking weapons, about? The weapons. The weapons. What weapons? Rocks? Sticks? What are you talking about? Oh, oh, okay. okay. So, Joe, let me what, ask you a what question. What are you talking you about? What, Hold on. So, Joe, you don't keep up with what's going on in Ukraine, then, right? Again, you're not answering my question. What no, I'm asking you a question. You there's, no need, there's no need. You say hold hardware. Up. Do you keep up? What is that? Hold up. Do you keep up? Hold up. Do you keep up with what's going on in Ukraine or not? Yeah. Yeah, I keep up. Not, okay. you know, so, like so, I so what you, from your ground, standpoint, but, what are your standpoint? How are Ukrainians doing against the Russians from your information? Howard, Ukraine is actually doing quite well, actually, against the Russians, actually. Okay, all right, okay, all right. And you don't think they okay. are? I know you, they're uh, not. You, you've got to, you're going I know to they're not. Let's analyze what not you said well. earlier. No, hang on. Well, come on now. This is a one-sided conversation. You see this superpower, Russia, this great, mighty superpower you're talking about. How long have, we been at, how long have they been at war with Ukraine now? Russia hadn't even, Russia hadn't even unleashed its full force, my brother. They well, wait a minute, no, 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 what are you talking about? Wait a second. Russia has unleashed their force. Russia has unleashed. Okay, let me ask you this. What do you think the end result going to be of this, then? What do you think the end result going to be? Uh, of what? Of uh, what? The war? Ukraine-Russia war. What do you think the end result going to be? I don't know. I, can't, I don't have a magical crystal ball. I, I'll tell you what it's going to be. Either the U.S. Okay, and NATO, okay, the result is going to be two things. Either the U.S. and NATO is going to have to come to some sort of things. agreement with Russia. Or, or look, either the U.S. or NATO is going to come to some sort of agreement with Russia, or they're going to try to go face-to-face uh, -face with Russia, and it's going to get to a nuclear war. That's what's going to happen. Really? 
nuclear war. Really? That's what I'm saying. And who's the nuclear war? Nuclear nuclear war? That's right. Who's shooting missiles at each other, Warren? The Who? United States. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, sir. Let me let me tell you. The other day, Lindsey Graham and another senator, uh, I can't think of his name, yep. called the press conference. I guess they run the country, right? And the, pre- okay. the press conference the press conference was to introduce a resolution yep. to the Senate to vote on that says that and this is how you know they're not winning against Russia. This is how you know they're not winning against Russia. And the resolution yep. says that if Russia, this was Lindsey Graham speaking, if Russia bombs uh-huh. the power plant in, in this city, I can't pronounce the name, and there's some yep. nuclear uh, fallout from the explosion of the power plant, then mm-hmm. Article 5 of NATO should be activated. See, this is how you wait know they're not winning time against out, Russia. Time out, time out, time out. You said if Russia bombs what Ukraine? Let me find let me find exact wording right here with Lindsey Graham. So I I'll be Yeah, because last and I what I Ukraine here, does not have any nuclear weapons. No, no. They have a nuclear power plant. Oh okay. the power plant. Okay, okay, the power plant. That that doesn't work. Okay. All right, go okay. So if there, so if Russia bombs that power plant then what happens? The United States is going to no. What Lindsey Graham? What Lin, the resolution Lindsey Graham wants to introduce to yep, be voted the on? By the way, was that if the power plant is yep. bombed? Now Russia yep. will not bomb the power plant. See, well, that's what they want to do. But, right. And that it, you know, as a result of bombing the power plant, you'll have nuclear fallout. Then that should be grounds. Yeah. That's just what Lindsey Graham wants. That should be grounds to activate Article Five of NATO, which requires the Why? U.S. Wait a second. And NATO Wait a second. To get Ukraine involved. is not a NATO country. Ukraine is no, not a NATO country. You're not listening. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm telling you what Lindsey Graham wants. Okay. Well, this is what Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham and the other like the president. are looking. Lindsey Graham and other hawks are looking for a reason to get involved. They don't. They don't shape foreign policy. They don't structure foreign policy. Lindsey Graham. Yeah, he's on the, he's on the, Lindsey Graham is on the committee. Lindsey Graham is on the committee. Okay. Okay. So what? So what? They don't structure foreign <laughs> policy, or that we're going to go to war. Imagine that. If, if, if that would be the case, Ocasio Cortez would have us on the moon. Come on, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the only thing I agree about in this um, in this discussion is that if 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 yeah. you know, we're supposed to have mad mutually mutually assured destruction, but as long if if one uh, missile from um, from the United States or Russia leaves the silo, then it's all over. Um, I, I just think the whole world will be. I'm going to tell Joe that it. Joe don't believe that. Joe coming up with some magical but scenario. We gonna know about it and all this kind of stuff. Well, we'll know about it, but I don't think that I don't. I, I think with the ICBMs, um, you know that that can reach both countries. Um, I think if only one or two, you know, um, gets through our defenses, that uh, that's probably all it'll take. No, but I don't no, know no, that much about that, nuclear yeah. defense. Uh, it would. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you could, I mean, you're, you're talking. Yeah, if it, like say, if one or two nuclear warheads hit the United States, it wouldn't wipe us out. 
you know. I mean, you know, it wouldn't wipe out the entire country. I mean, look, no, you no, know, sir, I mean, sir, Russia has Russia has thousands. Of, in fact, Russia has more nuclear no, warheads than the United no, States. No, they don't have thousands. They, they have 1,500 1, 1, that are capable of striking the United States, roughly, roughly. Okay? So, and that's if they all launched successfully, too, by the way. All right? So, the 1,500 days. Yeah, but I mean, but you don't understand, you, when you have any of these bombs hit anywhere in the U.S., that's a large swath of people killed. And then that nuclear fallout spread. That nuclear fallout spread. No, no, no. He realized that they have, they have, you, you ever, I mean, what, what kind of, what, what you got Here's this one nuclear drink. bomb goes, they do next nuclear testing in Arizona, for God's sake. They test these things. Come on. Let me read this. this. Let me read, let me, let me read this, this to you. This is from the, this is from, this is from the American scientists. Russia, which inherited the Soviet Union's nuclear weapons, has the world's biggest stockpile of nuclear warheads. Putin yes, controls about 5,900. Let me finish. Putin controls about 5,977 such warheads as of 2022, compared Warhead. with 5,428 controlled by the United States President Joe Biden, according to the Federation of American Scientists. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of knuckleheads. Okay, the warheads. Okay, there's a big difference between a nuclear missile that is fully built and capable of launching and striking a target. Sure, I, can't okay? believe, I, I can't believe you want to run for Congress. That's really frightening. That's even more frightening than Joe Biden being the president. You don't know what a, you don't know what a tank is. He's called it a Bradley you, tank. I never even heard of a Bradley tank. What Bradley, is that? Fi, Bradley fighting vehicles, BFVs. Those are American armored fighting vehicles. Okay. They're developed Bradley. by an FMC Corporation. You know what a Bradley fighting vehicle is? Oh. You know, a, you know what a Bradley fighting vehicle is? It's not a tank. Oh. Okay. Um. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, I, uh, okay. It, it's it's uh you know. But anyway, it's not uh, a you know. When you talk these things, you can't be you know vague. You have to yeah. be you have to be accurate with your information. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, we can't be spe- spewing all kinds of well, nonsense out I'm there. For, China's I'm got nuclear for, weapons. Korea's got nuclear weapons. No, they don't. No, they don't. Okay? Uh, uh, they, France has I, I, about I, I, 40 I'm to 50 warheads. I'm going to say this. This is my bet. Well, this is my bet. I, I bet my life Russia ain't giving up the annexed territories. They ain't giving okay. up Crimea, which they had since 2014, and they're going okay. to take Odessa. They're going in and take Odessa, and the U.S. Mm-hmm. can't do a motherfucking thing about it. The United States, I'm get, telling you. it's not our job to do anything about it, is it? Well, why are you giving I mean, weapons to Ukraine then? Why are you putting billions of oh, dollars we in Ukraine? Do that. Come on, we always do that. We always supply our adversaries and allies. That, that's always <laughs> been going on. That's the falters of our foreign policy. So you don't care. So it's, that's okay with you then. That's just okay with you then. I just told you it's not okay with me, but that's what they've been doing. That's what they do. I mean, come on. And Russia supplies Iraq. Iraq supplies Russia. And China supplies Russia. And Russia supplies China. That's been going on for decades and uh, since the beginning of the beginning. So what? As I said, we, we do, as, I you know? said as I started out my closing remarks, the United mm-hmm. States no longer I know. is the I know. single most powerful on yes, the planet. I know. 
And mm-hmm. I don't know where you get that information from. You're making a prediction, yeah. and that's not a fact. Look, look that's at not how, reality look at of what other, we are today. Look at, look at how the majority of the world is moving. Look at the direction the majority of the world is moving I don't into. care if they're moving. I don't care if they're moving sideways. I don't care. They're not number okay. one in the world. The U.S. Right is now. no longer number one, right. sir. The yes, U.S. don't even have the manufacturing base. Now you're saying they're not number one. When you don't make things, when you don't make things, sir, nobody cares about you when you don't make things. People go to the country where they make things. They do? Then why is everybody trying to come yes, over here? they do. Mm-hmm. Why? I'm talking about when you look at the development of the country. See, you, for, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Honduras, oh, for example. Honduras, yeah, a lot of Hondurans, yeah. a, a lot of Hondurans across the border. But the country really? of Honduras, the country of Honduras recently recognized China and not Taiwan and has really? gone, and the president of Honduras has Honduras? gone to China. Then why don't they go over there to China, know, China not come over here? Why don't, they, get, why don't they go to China right not come to the United States? To China. <laughs> um, and the headline of this particular thing, and it wasn't because I wanted to interfere in the argument, uh, it's on the uh, front page of my uh, of my of my browser's um, browser's page about the insider um, uh, website. It says here yeah, three major mm-hmm. companies trying to move supply chains out of China, and how they're faring in their attempts to move away from the factory of the world. And it says here China's been the factory of the world for over four decades, but now companies are now reassessing the reliance on the country. Apple, chip giant TSMC, and Mazda are diversifying the supply chains out of China. So, you know, China is a very yeah. good economic threat, but at the same time, people are now thinking about, um, it says, yeah, China's been the world's factory for 40 years, but the tides are changing. China's yeah. era of globalization and integrated supply chains started to crumble around 2018. Um, I don't know much about... Um, See what you're yeah, reading, Joe. Joe, Joe, let me tell you. Let, let me tell yeah. you what's going on. Can he Joe, finish his point, Warren? Warren, can he finish his point, please? Can he finish his point? Go ahead, Joe, please. Uh, no, that's a whole big uh, article. Uh, let me see. Uh, they're just talking about how they're shifting the supply chains out of out of uh, China. So let me explain yeah. that, Joe, what you're reading. Uh, let me see. What, what, okay. Joe, what you reading? What you reading? is a coordinated information war against China. What you look at, you look at these world leaders and where they're going. You know, Biden, when Biden gave a State of the Union address. Yeah, but how do you know ago, that the information that you read is well, coordinated yeah. propaganda for you? Let me finish. Well, let me finish. Just let me finish, Joe. Because I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this going back and forth with you guys because you all believe what you want to believe. Because you're not saying you're not Biden, your facts. When Joe Biden, stood up, when Joe Biden stood up in the Congress and gave the State of the Union address, he started talking about Xi Jinping. He started screaming. Who want, and do you know why he was doing that? Do you know all the world leaders that was flying to China to meet him? Do you know the European leaders that's going, they're kissing his ass. They got everybody oh. in the world is kissing Xi Jinping's ass, because they know China is where it is. What you all are reading, you all are reading, see the corporate media like we talk about? All of them are anti-China. So they're giving you these 
everything China's bad. Everything give you these narratives. No, well, okay? how about this? But uh, some, you know, if you're talking about opinions, yeah, that's written on the, um, you know, on a web page, even though it may be provided by a so-called um, uh, newspaper. But you know, it says here Apple has already moved some of its iPhone production to India. And it's exploring because moving those its, US, iPad, right, its iPad right. manufacturing. Those so are U.S. companies. Yeah. Let me tell you what's going on. Let me tell you what's going on. The U.S. No, is trying to use India as some sort of new manufacturing base. Those are American companies that they're, that they're trying to move out in, a, in an attempt to what you call a strangle or isolate China. It's not working. No, no. Okay. Well, how do you know that, I mean, I know, I know that. Uh, I, I know that because I'm looking at. I what? know that because I'm looking at all of the countries that China is cutting deals uh, with. They're going. They're going to China every day. All these heads of state, they're running to China. Well, well, the heads of state are going Macron, to China. You got Macron because France, China. You got, you got China you. is warm. China is a, a, an economic power. That's good and it's true. But at the same time, you're talking about it and you're making it seem as though China is always going to be on the rise, and I don't know if it will or not. I'm just talking about what I just read right now about some of the um, uh, um, American companies moving out of China. So because, that has right, to give because, people right, the US, room for The thought. U.S. is putting pressure. Yes, 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 yes. The U.S. is putting pressure on some of their companies to get out, but that's just the U.S. That's not the world. So that's not no, they're not putting pressure on. They are moving out. They are moving out. Okay? They're not putting pressure. They are moving out. Okay? And But you're making it sound like China's number one. That's it. The United States is okay, done. Let, let they're me say over. This. Let me say you this. Know? Let me say this. You, got, you guys can live in denial if you want to. You're in some kind of <laughs> delusion. But the world, the world has passed you all up. The world has passed you all up. No, let's and talk about reality. Live, you can live Warren. in this. Let's you can live in this. America today. You can live in this American capitalist dream if you want to. No, okay, how is you America can live in today, Warren? If you want to. No, today. How is America today, right now, and how is it going to be tomorrow? America, We're number one. America, America is in inflation right now, and you have high prices for everything. I'm not asking Your you that, government, Warren. I'm not asking that. I said, how is America ranked right now, and how will it be tomorrow morning when you wake up? We are number one. But the right? production, the share of the world economy is shrinking oh. slowly. Okay. Okay. So what? Now, again, today and tomorrow. What do you mean, so what? Right? <laughs> because right now, you're what, saying we're not. You just made a big closing. How America's done. We're over. We're crushed, and we're done, and that's it. You're you know? in what and it's called. No you you are in. You you see you see that you see that collaboration of countries: BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. That's where all the countries fly. Even France trying to apply. France trying to apply for a the G the G seven is gone. The G twenty is, is over with. It's it's <laughs> What is the point of what's the point of this argument, though? I know. Is what is the point? The point, the, point, the, point the, the point of the argument is that you have to deal with real on the ground. You all are in some sort of denial. You all are in some okay. sort of fantasy world. You're in some sort of make-believe existence. 
I just want to know what the point is of the argument. If you're going to say that uh, China's on the rise, I'll say, okay, and then what? And then if Daniel yeah, Jones says well, well, we're number one is, in the world, look, I'll say, okay, is, so China, what? No, the question is if China is investing in its own country in building, why can't the United States do the same thing? Why is American infrastructure dilapidated, crumbling, like these bridges? Trump was trying to do it, but you had the Democrats who said, and then uh, and Joe yeah, Biden was proud of it the first position. 30 days see, of his, the first 30 days when he was in office. office. That's what you lost. What did he do? What did he do? He signed an executive order. He signed an executive order. To release the, the um, to stop the pipeline that was going on there in Alaska because it was supposedly against climate, uh, you know, a climate change issue. So we had a growing independent um, economy again with Trump in charge. But yep. when he got the election stolen from him, what happened? You even said that the doddering, well, not you, your exact words, was the idiot in um, in the office. That's what he's doing. Take a look at what's happening now under Biden. Our economy is shrinking, but it wasn't shrinking under um, under Trump. And he was a yeah. Republican. Yep. So why wouldn't you? So why would you not be in supportive of Trump, uh, Warren, or or his policies? Why would you not support Trump, that? Trump was also part of the deep state. Trump was an imperialist. Trump, Trump bragged about how he left American troops in Syria to take the oil. He talked about what? plans to invade Venezuela to take the oil. It's in his interview. He said it himself. What are you talking about, Warren? What's that got to do with today? How, why wouldn't you support Trump's policies that were made America better, stronger, and more worthy of everything? And better for that's you, you and guys, me. That's when you guys. That's you guys will always realize that you've been suckers and you don't want to accept it. Oh my lord! Was there any ever times any good in America? Was any policy any good at all ever? Was any any American president done any good for us in America? I mean, what do you want to see America do? What's your objective here? I don't get it. What's the point? You hate America. You're gonna backlash. You're gonna talk down about it. And ridicule it, and and be negative about it. Why? You live here. This is your country. You were born here. I mean, do you not like America, and do you want to leave? Do you want to try to destroy it from how within? You define, I mean, how is you that define, your goal? How you define? How you define hate America? Because I don't want to follow your talking points, your script. How do you define hate America? If you live in the country and you wanted to do better, you become critical of it, like you guys are critical of it all day on your programs. Somebody can ask you all the same thing. Why do you hate this country so much? I don't hate this country. I love my country. What are you talking about? I love my country. No, no, you, you, you all, when, when, when people disagree with you all, you accuse them of hating the country. But then when people hear you all talk, all you do is criticize the country all day. No, I don't. I don't criticize the country. I consider I criticize the policies of the people that are implementing policies let, that are let destroying me read this to my you, country. Let me read this to you from Investopedia. 
China's economy has grown to one of the largest and most powerful in the world over the past okay. few decades. Okay. Driven by they industrial have. production. Let me let me finish. Driven by industrial production and manufacturing exports. Communism. China's GDP. And China's G- GDP is. <laughs> All right, I give up. I mean, y'all, you guys want to talk well, about I mean, what stuff you've been talking about. Well, China's I, I on the up. rise. I, I, You're right. I give up. I give up. Warren, we agree with up. you. We agree with you. Up. You're pounding your main talking point. Okay, yeah. I, I like up. my you, you philosophy. You guys don't, don't want to break yeah. out, of, out of your little, you know, you guys don't want to break out of your little. So what is it that you want us to recognize? That we're in the matrix? That you are lied to that you have been lied to and you're lied to. And that the anger I already that know many that. of you, oh, let me finish. Let me finish. The anger that many of y'all feel about the loss of jobs and employment, you all have been directed to take it out on people who have nothing to do with it. But the powerful people like who? who have robbed you, the powerful people who have robbed you and continue to rob you, you don't confront Wait a minute. Who, at who all. have you heard? Okay. Who have you heard? Um, Talk about the uh, what particular people were they talking about that were robbing them? Who did you hear, and what did I, they I'm say? Putting your 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 political perspectives I put in the same category as the angry white worker. Okay, your 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 uh, political perspective yeah, okay. you articulate What's is my, what my political white perspective is that does, of the what, what it does. The angry white worker has always been directed to vent their anger and frustration on the powerless elements around them. So let me let me let me draw let me this cartoon. Okay, here's here's a political cartoon. Okay, I want you to imagine some rich guys in uh in their private clubs smoking How cigars. How is that answering the question of what you want? From let me let me what let do you me, want to let see? Let me that, that's another thing. Y'all, y'all, y'all not even patient to listen to explanation. Oh. You're not even patient. Well, you can't I'm even not listen patient to, to listen to rambling. Remember when I, I drilled you the other night? It only took it only took 15 minutes to get down to the nitty gritty. You, you, on the other hand, and not just you, but almost everybody in the world, when they have something that they want to talk about, they want to talk about it ad infinitum. I'm not one for that. I want to get down to what it is that a person believes. I'm why showing do they my work. I'm, and why sure, I'm showing so that you're doing math class. I'm showing my work. All right. yeah, I'm showing you how I come, how I come to, to the talk about a point that only takes that only takes one minute. Well, everybody don't get to the same destination in the same route. Okay, but you still get I the know destination, that. and that's why people get uh, people get bored. Uh, and get distracted. Uh, you must. Yeah. You must have been the kid. You must have been the kid sleeping in the classroom in school then. Uh, Why? Uh, 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 they had cell phone. If they had cell phones in the back in the day, you'd be the kid on the cell phone in class. Why? All right, Warren. What do you want Joe and me to see? What do you want us to well, see? Well, can you just I, be more direct and prompt? That you. That you all are lied to. Okay. You By said whom? that already. By whom? Okay. By whom? And that, and that part of the lie is to make you believe that this land is your land, and you're supposed to be uh-huh. on top. Okay. Ah. Now I get it. <laughs> yeah. And that. Now uh, I get it. And that. And, and let, look, me, let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me see if I've got you what your drift is, Warren. We've been lied to. 
we don't like the immigration. We don't like the brown people, black people, and every other kind of people because we think we're going to be replaced. And those of European um, ancestry want to remain on top and maintain white supremacy. Is that about it? No, no, that's not. That's a distortion no. of what I'm trying to say. What, uh, what, what, okay. with, the, with the lie, well, see, where the lie comes in at is when it comes to addressing what's really ailing the nation. And what's ailing the nation is corporate greed is killing the nation. That is uh, that you okay. have, you have a small You have a small group of uh, elites that are raping and pillaging the land. And instead okay. of you all recognizing that, you're blaming victims. Well, who are these elites? Oh, the multinational corporations, the banking, the pharmaceutical, the agribusiness. I agree. You have the defense contract. You have the defense contractors. You have your right. um, the tech, big tech. Mm. Big tech is part of it. The media. Right. We those talk people, about that all the time. People, those people are yeah. all interlocked. They sit on each other's boards. And well, that is true. That is very hold true. Up. Really? They send their I didn't children. Know that. They hold up. They sit up. They send their children to the same schools. They belong to the same socialization organizations. Uh, you know what? And they uh, 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 we they agree. We know that. Okay. Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a we minute. Agree. But they control. Uh. But see what you don't understand is they control uh. both parties. They're not just in one no party. Kidding. We, okay, call the, we call it the unity party. Right. Okay. You call now, it the duopoly. Here's the thing. Let me get. Let me get to the big one. They need oh. a core. They need a core of the population to protect and defend them from the anger of everybody. And that's where that's where race comes in. At they don't. Oh, they God. want you all. They want you all to be soldiers to protect the interests. Let me give you examples. I gave an example of how these companies ship jobs overseas, basically because they want to pay cheap labor. They didn't want to pay the American worker. Now, now here, here I am. And you're going to come up with the, I know, I know. You're going to come up with the saying that no, no, the white person in po- the, the pockets. You've already no, said it. You've said it. No, you've well, said, uh, you said it on other shows. You've said no, it. No, let me finish. The white, let me finish. Get the let's cool say, white. Let's say, let's okay, say you're come I'm up a white guy from Pittsburgh. Let's say I'm a white guy from Pittsburgh who lost my job because the factory is going to close down and go overseas. All right. Now, oh, God, come me, on. What? Can you get to your point? Okay. You know, if you say you're the same thing or even anything overseas. similar to what you've been saying on other shows, I hope when I start up my show again, you come on so I can grill you like you should be grilled. That'd be even worse <laughs> than last time. Because you won't take you won't take up a whole hour of saying the same thing over again. You won't even take up five minutes. Once you've said what you've said and people understand it, we don't have to go through the same thing all over again. You've made your point numerous times on different shows. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, you can't talk to you yeah. guys. That, that's another thing. You're hard-headed. You can't get no. Oh, you stop. You, you've had a whole it, hour and overtime, and even before then to talk. This why this stuff go. This why this stuff gonna go on like it is in this country, because you all have been made to identify with the ruling class's interests. No, okay, if you believe that. You, okay, you're right. Come on, Warren. You're right. You you you're identify. Right. You you are brainwashed right. to identify with the you're right, unique woman. interests. We're, we're, we're brainwashed. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yep. and, and your more. problem your problems your problems are all these other people, but not the guys in on Wall Street in the big I offices. you win. I agree. Yep. Who's, you got who's it. Planning to take it. Your farm, who's planning to take your farmland and so on and so forth. That's yeah. right. So you don't want you don't want you don't want your house to die. That's right, and yep. and, and so my grandmothers and my um, and whoever else that I know. Uh-huh. Well, they deserved it, so they deserved it too. So and I deserve it. So what, what do we do to fix it? <laughs> That's right, everybody deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Warren, you win. Absolutely, you're right. Now, what do we do to fix it? Yes, well, I, I, I tried. I, I tried. I, I, all I can say is I tried. I, I mean, you know, you all have a choice. You all got a choice. Believe what you be believing. You better believe it or look at new information that's been introduced to the brain. You've tried. Oh, okay. So what have you tried in order to fix it? I've tried to offer you an alternative way of thinking about how you see things. You see, Warren, you still talk because that's really what you want to do. You just want to talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> you don't care if you change people's minds or if you don't change people's minds. You just want to talk. Isn't that right? No, my job is to just put the information out there. Now, you and want to eat the food, I'm, I'm fixing the food, and I'm putting the food on the plate and the table. Now, if you want to eat it, that's on you. I'm not going to force you nah, to I've you. eaten it. I like it, and I agree with Maybe you. I now told. what? <laughs> yeah, know, what do we do now? See, the way we cook the way we cook in Louisiana, the food He's might be a little talking. bit too rich. Okay. The food All might right. be too rich in spices what, for you. It is spicy. It is spicy. What's the solution, Spicy food I like. Chinese yeah. spicy food I like. China. I like Chinese spicy food. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Oh, my Lord. Yo, listen. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. China oh, yeah. is, China <laughs> is, yeah, yeah, is sure treason. <laughs> China was a poor country like in African countries. Not too long ago. Really? China was a poor country where people were starving. Yeah, and because now it look where they are. That's a hell of an achievement. Because capitalism was introduced into China and they adapted capitalism along with the socialism, the communism, right. in order to right. achieve right. the right. economic gains in the past right. 60 that's, years. That's a so, good point, but let me explain that. China has uh-huh. Chinese socialism. Well, listen to this. China has Chinese billionaires, socialism. they have millionaires. <laughs> but guess what? Well, guess what? China's billionaires and millionaires don't form a class. The government remains in control. They don't become yeah, the absolutely. ruling class in China. The billionaires that's and millionaires are not the ruling class. That's the, the communists, the communists huh? who've taken over. That's because the communists who have taken over are dictators. Just well, like when the lockdown the was in Shanghai. But, but, but Joe, a Shanghai Joe, a city look, of 10 million people Joe, it was a 20 million. Look, and the look, communist government wouldn't let anybody leave their homes. Chinese. Now look uh, at what look yeah. look at what the communists have so you done. You don't want to talk about that, huh? 
Go well, on. Yeah, why, you don't you go, why don't you go on YouTube? Warren, and Warren, just look at look I at agree the with many videos. Not any solutions, Warren. No, look, no solutions. Why don't, you guys, why don't you guys? Why don't you guys look at the myriad of YouTube videos of those cities in China? And I tell will. Why? You already explained it to us. It's, it's, see, yeah, what it's, 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 it's what you want to believe. See, what you want to believe. This is what you want to believe. We can't believe the way we want to believe because we've been brainwashed. No, this is where you're wrong. This is what you're wrong. Yeah, I'm a brainwashed fuck. What do I know? This is what you want to believe. If it's communist, if it's communist or socialist, it's just bad. That's what I want to believe. You know, you're the kind of guy that you can put it right in front of a TV set, have no program on have the busy signal, and you would still talk to the TV. Yeah. All right. Well, I tell you what. I've been talking to a TV right now. I've been talking to a TV set all just now. Well, I hope so. And and I'm going (laughs) to get off here and go to bed, but I tried. I've done my work. You you absolutely did. I've done my work. And you succeeded. One day, one of you all. Gonna wake up in the middle Succeed. of the night in a cold sweat and say, "I've been lied to," and Brother Warren tried to get you me. You see, to even it. even if we agree with him, he's still got to keep on talking. It's yeah, it's, it's, we're still it's wrong. Okay, Warren. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. We well, gotta wake up. Let me gotta wake up and be corrected. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get off here. We have to be here. corrected tomorrow. I'm gonna wake I'm, up. I'm, and I'm corrected I'm, tomorrow. I'm going. I'm going. In a cold sweat. I'm going. In a cold sweat. And I'm going, guys. I'm out of here. I'm going. Oh, come on. Where, why are you leaving? Warren? I know. Come on. Why? I'm tired of talking to the TV. I'm tired of talking to the TV. Oh, come on, Warren. I'm tired the of talking TV's to the TV. no match for you. I'm tired of talking to the TV. Talk to the TV. Talk to the TV. Yeah. That so, would be interesting. So, to maintain this perspective, in the time with young people, all, young people are traveling all to these different countries. They seen with their own eyes that the stuff you've seen is a lie. Yeah, they sure do. Yeah. They seen with their own eyes. They're Absolutely. going to China. There are people. I haven't. I haven't gone to China. I like to go to China. I mean, plan a trip to China. But <laughs> I wouldn't tell people, if I were you, Warren. <laughs> they got people going yeah, to China and coming back and amazed. Uh, I, I bet if you lived in China, you'd probably love it, Warren. They got people, yeah. they got Americans living in China. They got Americans living in China. Yeah. And I bet you would love it there. Yeah. They got Americans living in China. I've lived abroad. I've lived abroad. I've lived abroad before. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've right. lived you know, abroad I mean, before. If you don't, yeah, I mean, they're not brainwashed over there. They're enlightened. If you went over there, you'd enjoy yourself. Let me tell you something. All of your top students in science, engineering, and math are coming out of China, not the United States. <laughs> That's what China's producing. And so that, much so that, that American tech true, companies, American and tech companies, too. American tech yes, companies give, give right. visas, have given visas for Indian and Chinese students to work so in yes. American tech companies because the American students are not coming out like that. Uh-huh. That's very good to know. Yeah, Okay. Because uh-huh. the American students are turning out like you guys. You see, yeah. you don't want you don't want no you don't want no certain things. Nah, I know. I mean, look, I'm an ignorant guy. What can I tell you? I'm see, happy. This is what Hillary life. Clinton. Yeah. This is what Hillary Clinton meant when she referred to you guys as deplorables. Absolutely. You see, no that's what she it. meant. <laughs> now, I don't think I don't think she should have said that. I don't think she should have said that. 
But I kind of understand what she's talking about. Mm, I know. It, it was it was it was horrible. But what can you do, Walker? You know what I mean? You know. So all right, let me get off here. I got I got to go, but I, I put my work in. I put my work in. You sure did. Yes, yes, you did. It was a great effort. I've all been right. enlightened okay, like then. you would believe. Okay, I'm out of here. All right. <laughs> take, take it if you want. <laughs> don't don't turn on any TVs tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, no TV. All right. Oh Lord, how do you how do you what do you do it, when you deal with Joe? What I know you like yeah, quick solutions, that, but I don't think there's a quick solution to that one. <laughs> well, you know he's probably got some. Oh, he actually has a good solution. As a matter of fact, if he were elected, it's pretty much in line with what you were talking about. He actually did. I pinned him down to it one uh, a few nights ago. The thing is, is, see, this is why I just go, you win. You know? Yeah. You win. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it's got to be. I'm not going to argue out. with somebody I mean, over something. I mean, you know, even if, if they have an, a, a point of view which is diametrically opposed to mine, if they have good evidence, then I am definitely willing to listen. Otherwise, you win. <laughs> so, you see how fast oh, you left, Lord. right? You win. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Unbelievable. There's no hope. There's no hope. Look, I bet he, you know, he's, he's actually against corruption, but he, he he keeps on thinking it's the Republicans who are mainly responsible for it. Well, I can't really say that. He believes in the duopoly, but I do think it's... Oh, I lost you, Joe. You there? Joe. Oh. I guess that's it, guys. I guess that's it. I got that air. All right. 